You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias here on this Easter Monday because we don't stop, y'all. We don't stop. Happy Easter to all of you. Jesus is back. Jesus has died and risen again in the time between conversations. What a what an amazing feat that we got to witness. Um, it would be cool, like if you know, like the uh, every New Year's the ball drops in in New York, and like the things that happen on these things. If like actually Jesus did die and come back every. Easter, that'd be a bit of a wild thing, you know what I mean? So you're suggesting that Jesus comes back, so like the comes second down, coming, dies. so you get, you get a second coming rolled into a Third yearly, re, well, into a yearly reenactment of... but Yeah, reenactment, but actually happening. So he comes down, yep. he dies yep. on a Friday, yep. and then we're like, oh shit, and then we all watch him wake up again on, on Sunday. Right, I mean... Like if we got some GoPros in the tomb... You know, and we made this thing. If we could sell it, if we could, so we, roll we could the, package this thing up, get some ad spend behind it, marketing dollars. So you're suggesting you roll the rock after the deed's done across the cave entrance, but inside the cave, GoPro it up. Yeah, GoPro, it up. and you know, maybe each year you get a different celebrity to roll the rock, or like a needy <laughs> kid, or fucking, you know, like a strong man. It could be. Well, the kid, and then for the kid, it's like when you go to the bowling. When you go tempting yeah, bowling, and you've got like, and you know, needy kids and kids generally have got the thing they push the ramp. Yeah. So you've got a, a rock on a ramp, and then yeah. it rolls into place. It rolls into place to seal the tomb of the man that's just been crucified on yeah. on main event. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, fifty nine ninety five. Fifty nine ninety. Well, you can't give it away for free. You got to make money. It's not in today. Not, not in twenty twenty two. You got to have a business no, no, behind no, this no, thing. No, you know what? No, Everyone's no. got to make money. And look, and sure, you know, maybe you to get old year after year. Well, someone's got to pay for the rock. Someone's got to pay for all of the. Well, does the rock around. roll the rock? Does the rock... Is the rock the, the rock? rock. <laughs> he has to, he'd love to be the rock. Dude, he would love that. Like, I'm sealing this tomb, He baby. seals the tomb? And, I mean, someone's got to pay for the rock. Yeah. Think about that. That's what the pay-per-view goes to. It's the rock, and it's sponsored by his tequila, and Jesus is in there dead for a couple of days. Yeah, and there's a party out the front. Yeah, of course. Well, we get, like, you know, who's some DJs? Is Avicii, or did he die? He died. Okay, sorry, that was bad. Well, we don't want... Let's use Fisher, close to Fisher, home. Fisher, close to home and not dead. Fisher, he can DJ. Um, He's pretty good. Flume. Yeah. Like, let's have a little festival outside the rock, outside the tomb. Mm-hmm. Um... Again, we will ticket the event. Well, it's all ticketed. You've got to take clips where you can take clips. Clip where you can clip. That's, that's what my old man taught me. Clip where you can clip. Yep. Um, and obviously, I'll pass that on to my boy. Yeah, yeah. Clip where you can clip, clip son. Clip where you can clip, son. But or- The Rock knows that. Yeah. He'd be in Well, he's that. a clipper from way back. He's an old clipper. He's a clipper. He'll clip the ticket. You yeah, best believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. he fucking clipped that many tickets. Now, do we get that guy from No Limit ring announcer? Well, he's the best in the business. What's he Tom? called? Lieutenant Dan? I think they call him. Right. Sure. I don't know why they call him Lieutenant Dan of uh, Forrest Gump fame, but I assume his name is just Dan. But he throws the cards in the air when he's announcing the main event. That's his it's time. That's it's, that's his thing. Well, I don't think the buffers are up to it. No. Mike and Bruce not up to it. No, they're not up we to it. We need Lieutenant Dan. We need, we need a heavy Dan. hitter. We need someone that's going to be able to, you know, understand the sensibilities of the event. Yep. When to be... The delicate nature the, of, you know, yeah. the religious aspect that you need that's to respect. Right. That's but right. also the need for pageantry. That's right. Pomp and pageantry. Yeah. And in 2022, 
there's never been a time more needing of pomp and pageantry. Yeah, and that's why Lieutenant Dan's our vote for <laughs> the annual crucifixion and re- resurrection of Jesus Christ. Live on main event, uninterrupted. Ad free. Ad free. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you have like sponsors and shit on the team. <laughs> Brought to you by Modelo. <laughs> for a fighting spirit. <laughs> So uh, Lieutenant Dan, otherwise known as Dan Hennessy, um, served in the United States Marine Corps in Operation Desert Storm and in the Persian Gulf War. He then left the Marine Corps in 93, moved to New Zealand in 1998, and became a club DJ under the name DJ Danimal. Holy. This is... So he's got a story. He's, he's got, got a, a story. He's got a... Story. He's yeah. got a he, well, think about fucking... Uh, What's the bloody movie we just referenced? Forrest Gump story. There's many different twists and turns in that yarn. Oh, we twist and turns. Is this Lieutenant is this Lieutenant Dan like our version of the real life Forrest Gump here where it's like he was in the army for a bit, then he was a DJ. Now he, he's a fucking ring announcer. Well, was Forrest Gump modeled on this bloke? Now we're now we're getting something. like uh, is that is, there, is that we, the craziest story ever told? Probably not. I don't know that Lieutenant Dan maybe because I think that Forrest. Well, how old's Forrest? Well, Forrest I think had some Early mental challenges as well. I don't know the Lieutenant. Well, that might have been a bit of Hollywood padding. Yeah. Okay. So they've sort of they've had to add some mayo to it. Well, I mean that's one way of putting it. I just think maybe they thought it'd sell better at the market if this bloke had something wrong with him. Well, I think that it did sell better at the exactly, market. Exactly, because they knew. They knew yeah. what the people. They know wanted. well. They know what they know what mayo, they read the room. Good mayo is. They read the room. Lieutenant Dan, though, I think what's this thing? Somebody somewhere make some noise, and then he throws his cards in the air. Somebody somewhere make, make some, some noise. noise. Wouldn't you want the people in the room to make noise? Yeah, I think he's sort of talking to the sort of it's a it's a you know it's a pomp and pageantry thing. He's obviously referring to the people in the room, and obviously, I mean, at home as well. Sure. Look, I'm a big Lieutenant Dan fan. That's not going to shock the listeners. Um, and if we can get him involved, then then that's what I'd like to do. Yep. That's what I'd like to do. Too. How was your Easter? My Easter was nice, mate. Got back to 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 the bow on Thursday, mate. Which was a beautiful time to leave because there was no one on the road, mm. really. Mm. Like, not really. Well, obviously, there are still people on the road. There was people on the road, Tom. There wasn't people... It wasn't like there were... It the wasn't roads were empty. It wasn't an iron no, situation. No, look, because that would have wigged me out. It would have yeah. been like, what the Where fuck's going on here? It would have had to go buy a gun. Yep. Started stockpiling, you know, Weapons, bacons. ammunition. Bacons. bacons. Baked beans. <laughs> bacons. <laughs> yep, well, you're going to fucking struggle in an apocalypse. Baked beans. Yeah, yeah. Baked Shout out to baked beans. Yeah. I haven't had them for a long time. Yeah, right. They are good with a big brekkie. Yeah. Have you had brekkie today? No. Do you want to have a big brekkie after this? <laughs> <laughs> Just got to go for a run, but sure. So do I. I bought my runners. Yeah, wow. I bought my runners. Should we run first? Run first and then gouge on baked beans. I like it. Anyway. We can walk and run. Run and talk. That's what I meant. We're off, we're off to a flyer. We're off to a flyer. How was your Easter? Roads packed, not packed. I am legend. Baked beans, Oh, it guns. was good, mate. You get home and you just wallow in the fucking majesty of the, of the outback. Yeah. Slash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The outback metropolis. Yeah, the outback metropolis that is Dubbo slash could be a city. Yeah. Um, it was good to be home, mate. Ma and Pa are pumped up. My brother's there. My sister's are there. Sister... 
Although Talia, she's not in the family yet, but it's my, that's my brother's partner. She's like, you know, okay, becoming a bit but of a she's sister. becoming a sister of sorts. So I can sort of get away with that one, I think. Els is there, and Tonk is just foaming at the mouth, brah. He loves it out there, like you wouldn't believe. Like, yep. it just pumps him up. As soon as he gets out of the car, he just runs through the house, out the backyard, rips and tears, runs back through the house. Like, he doesn't stop for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Just pumped up, feeling himself. Obviously, we went down for a bit of Dubbo Chinese, which was... Superb. I was remarking to the gentleman here before you arrived that your ability just to, like, you go home, like, just for you to find an opportunity to rip and tear, like, where, you know, the weekend's like, oh, I'll go back home or, like, whatever it is, and maybe you take it easy, but it's like, I just see videos rolling in of you pounding mugs at the fucking, <laughs> what's it called, the commercial? At the commercial, yeah. So that was Saturday. Saw Kate Astley of You Didn't Know Who He Was fame. I did know who he was. He still harbors ill feeling, let's uh, put it that way. Fuck Cade. Get he, over it. No, I was he's bloody not distracted. Over it. He's not over Get it. Get some real problems. Like his hat, though. He was wearing the hat. That Chicago Cubs hat. Good hat. Chicago Bears. Is it a Bears hat? I think it was a Bears hat. Yeah. Whatever. Good hat. Whatever. He didn't, he wasn't. He's, he's not, not over it. Uh, and then obviously, Lord of the Stars, Izzy Carey was there. He's the um, king. He's the king of Dubbo. He absolutely loves it. And we just we just worked our way through many a Dubbo margarita. They look like Dubbo margaritas. They were Dubbo margaritas. Yeah. They were fucking fantastic. It was hilarious because Ella had been drinking them. She'd, look, they didn't taste that bad. They looked worse. They, they looked horrible. Yeah, yeah, they looked horrible. They didn't taste that good. I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it. And uh, Ella, at one point, she'd probably had two or three margaritas by this point and then went in to get another one. And the lady was like, we don't make them here. And she's like, well... I've, I've been drinking them all I've up. I've been drinking them all up. Nah, we've never made them here. We never will. No, nah, nah, we don't make them. She's like, but I've been drinking them. Nah, nah. And then the guy over here is, and he comes over, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, we do make them. We, we've been making them. And she's like, oh, whatever. And then she like walks <laughs> off. Was she an old grumpy oh, bitch? Oh, she, she hadn't seen that many winners, but she'd probably seen a couple of hard ones. She's trying to gaslight was she, you. Bitch, was she younger or older? Because I'm like, was she a grizzled old veteran of the commercial? Who's no, just no. Or she was just a bitch? Well, I'm not going to say that, but... Well, I find that to be a bitchy behaviour. We've never made them. It's like, well, I'm fucking drinking them all afternoon. <laughs> like, I'm prepared to call someone who's acting like that a bitch or an asshole, depending on... Because sometimes you get that in the hospo game, and I've worked in the hospo game, so I can see it from both sides. I can be uh, forgiving, but I can also be judgmental. And to be like, we've never made them, and we will never make them, whilst literally I'm drinking them, I'm like, hey, dickhead clearly something's in your ass, just make me a fucking margarita. Or when you find out that actually we do make them, be very apologetic because yeah. you're fucked up. Anyway, we thought it was quite entertaining. Um, and, you know, we had a bit of a fucking rip and a bit of a tear. Went out for dinner to the Indian Resto Bar. Got it, mate, this place. Resto what? Resto Bar. Resto Bar. Indian Resto Bar, it's called. It is... Fucking terrific. I've gassed it up on here before and I'm gassing them up again. And this is not paid, nor is it an ad. It's just about appreciating phenomenal Indian when you eat it, Tom. Yeah. It is best in class. And people will be like, oh, you can't fucking have good Indian in Dubbo. Bullshit. Bullshit. This thing stacks up globally, I reckon. I think you can have good Indian in Dubbo. I think where I this draw the Indian, line is Indian like seafood would... in Dubbo, I'm not going to necessarily be like fully okay with. Well, sure. You know that most, almost all fucking seafood you eat's probably been frozen for a while. But anyway, I think that this Indian should be awarded some sort of global recognition because it is fucking outstanding. Well, the, do we need the to The cheesy maybe... naan there, Thomas, the cheesy naan mm. there... 
I am confident is what brought Jesus back from the dead. Because oh, he came back is, for the I reckon naan. he came back for the cheesy naan bro. at the Indian resto bar in Dubbo. <laughs> the Indian resto bar in Dubbo, <laughs> and people might go, Have "What are you on about, about that in the Bible? Is that in there? It's in the missing chapters, yeah, mate. Right. It's in John the Dead Sea Scrolls or whatever. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. been blacked out, redacted. I think, I think it's in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh, okay. Yeah, part of the missing half of the scroll. Yeah. Jesus came back to enjoy cheesy naan. Yeah, cheesy naans from Indian resto bar. Because there wasn't that thing, the Lazarus Bowl. That happened. So the yes. Lazarus bowl was clearly filled with cheesy. With cheesy nut. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. See, Dave gets it. Do we? I think we need to start like. A Dude, you will love it there. Like restaurants you will... of note. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, just a, a beautiful coffee table book. Yes. I want to do one for great Chinese restaurants, but I'd also want to do one for restaurants of note. Well, I think it should just be restaurants of note because otherwise you, you're really pigeonholing yourself with just Chinese. But if you There's do- There's Chinese a, everywhere. Yeah, there is. But if you fill it with some Indian, some Chinese, one of the great Maccas of all time, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Maybe not Maccas. But well, there are some Maccas better than others. There are definitely some Maccas. i tell you where you don't want to go. No disrespect. Not Tumut Maccas. I think it's Gundagai Maccas where I was last night. Just a bad vibe. The nugs didn't... None of it tasted good. I don't need to get into it. I'm just telling you. Gundagai Maccas, no disrespect. It was fucked. Sure. Look, I think there's a lot of room, Tom, for you and I to flesh out something around, you know, even just great restaurants of the country or yeah. like you chow know, of consequence chow of consequence something like that mm. i reckon i'd put indian resto bar on the cover well we'd need to get me down there to fucking because i'm an indian home diner operator and oh mate fuck forget about indian home no, diner. this place gets cool. this place we get we'll, we'll, you'll go oh, okay do okay. they have merch? I find any, uh, any Indian restaurant worth their salt needs a T.O. or a hat. Look at this. They've got like a big centerpiece light in oh, there. Oh, that's... For getting photos in there and shit. Oh, your old boy in the sun. He's How sharp does he look? Mate, he looks great. I tell you what, that fucking chandelier, usually a chandelier high. The ceiling's clearly very low. They've gone, we need this chandelier regardless. So let's just have it hanging. No, no, no. They, they lowered it down. That's a photo opportunity. Well, I mean, but you not have they lowered it down? The roof doesn't seem high enough to even handle a chandelier of that size. Oh, no, the chandelier's all through. All throughout. That one's just low. That, it's like a Christmas tree. Yeah, right, but that roof looks low is what I'm saying. That's a huge chandelier. That doesn't look like it's been lowered. That chandelier looks fucking gigantic. No, it's it's the it's the it's perception. A, it's a, yeah, right, yeah, it's yeah. a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the whole thing's full of chandeliers. Love it. So Indian resto bar, oh my god. Is this god. after a gut full of Dubbo marks? Yes, bro. We roll in there and we just get into it. Butter chickens, tenderi chickens, fucking naans, garlic naans, cheesy naans, cheesy spinach naans, roti bread. Roti. Roti bread. I call it roti bread. I call it roti, but that's mainly because that's what Fijian people would say when they would, that's how they would just uh, pronounce it. Sure. Again, I, I pronounce it right. Oh, roti. Sure. <laughs> so cultured. Roti. It is roti. Roti bread. What's up? What's up? Roti. Thank you, David. Um, so that was great stuff. And then, you know, yesterday, a bit of fam time, mate, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same old, same old, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'll get you. Fam's good. Everyone's good. Nipped in the car, nipped home. There you go. Dave, behave. Tom, what are you doing, mate? Um, mate, I, I almost, we almost had our fucking weekend cancelled, which was would have been a pain in the ass. Last weekend, Thursday, 
or Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday, bit of a nightmare saga with Evie in her daycare and like we fucking, first we couldn't get him to look after the cat. Some people might be like, fuck it, it's a cat, leave it. That's barbaric. Then with Evie's daycare, they didn't tell us that there was like a, it's like an at-home daycare, only four kids at a time. Very nice, very chilled, more like hands-on. And then the place, you go to like an actual house and then the chick is there with her daughter and then it was like we didn't know that now they had a new man, like a partner living in the house and they didn't tell us. And we were like, what the fuck, you've got it. You can't be like, you can't be fucking around with things of that nature when it comes to the kidly winks and, oh, there's now a random guy in the house that we don't know about, so we had to get her the fuck out of there. Sure, there was nothing untoward going on, but I'm not taking that risk. So we were very frazzled last week. And Fraz- a lot of frazzle... Frazzle meter was high. And Dude, the Frazzle meter was high, and then we were arguing with this fucking chick over email. It was a shit fight. And then we couldn't get in to look after Louie. Shout out to Louie. And so we were like, I don't know if we can fucking go to Tumut anymore, which was annoying because it's such a lovely, like, get out of the city vibe. Anyway, we woke up Thursday after a frazzled Wednesday and went, we'd, we'd managed to cobble together some people to come and just feed him. We're like, fuck it, he'll be fine without us being there. We'll just feed him, whatever. Fucking nip down to Chermit, mate. Went Thursday night again to beat the traffic. You're not going to beat the traffic Thursday night. Well, we did beat the traffic Thursday night, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that you did, well what time did you leave? We left at 5.30. Oof, you did well then. Yep. That's when everyone would have left. Not a soul. And Not a soul on the road. It was I am legend shit, dude. Dude, it was like, that's actually the perfect time to go. Because people actually leave Friday. Now, a lot they, of people leave Thursday night. Well, I'm telling you because I did it, that no one was doing it. No one. We got out of the city. Boom. We got another highway. Boom. Easy. We got there in fucking five and a half hours. And we got back. Five and a half hours. Sunday night. Door to door, DTD, obviously with a Macca stop each way. Thanks for coming. Um, but it was great, dude. Out in the country, you get the hum out of the chest. The mm. hum of the city, it leaves you. Beautiful, uh, you know, country vibes. Again, I go to this place where it's, it's alpha males galore and not in a negative sense, but it's like, you know. So it's Steph's uncle she got, uh, and auntie. Shout out to Nick and Mira. Their two sons, Matt and Carlo, they're like fucking 24, 25. They're like, you know, just young thoroughbreds. But like, you know, I walked outside at one point and Carlo's fucking welding the roof of his car. And I'm like, now this is a fucking dude. This is a guy who knows what he's doing. And what did you, did you, what, a Dude, I go, over there I'm holding Evie. Offer to help? Fuck no. I'm holding Evie. I go, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, just welding, just welding my roof racks to my car. I'm like, oh, you're like. Why? He's like, oh, they're a bit rattly. So I just thought I'd weld them in. I'm like, well, that's as alpha as it gets. And he's just sitting there on it. It's like just in the day, he just decided to weld the roof of his car. Then he was like, ooh, big tires, big boots. I'm like, that's exactly how I would describe it as well. Like just alphas, dude. Huge, big Land Cruiser car. He's welding it. And I'm just there in fucking my, my like pay, paisley patterned board shorts and slides. Like, ooh, the rocks are a bit sharp. Let me get my <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Good for you, mate. Yeah, but it was lovely, dude. Nice to get away, you know. What do they make of you? Do they do they smell weakness or what? Well, I don't... They know I'm not cut from the country cloth, even though I am a country lad at heart, but I'm, you know, I'm certainly more of a, like, I'll chuck some logs on a fire. I can keep a fire going. 
if you want me to do that, I can keep a fire going with the best of them. Mm. But if you want me to like weld some shit, probably not. I tell you what I did do because they have a gym there. I may have punched their boxing bag to death and it broke. That's how. We've seen your pad work, mate. Embarrassingly so. But I got in there for a bit of exercise and I punched their boxing bag and it broke. Did you go for a run on the gravel? No, because of where it was. You talked that yarn up so hard. They have a gym there, so I exercise in the gym. Because yeah, the running it was on all the about it was all about the the sound of gravel under your feet. Mate. I know, but the concern that was, the was narrative. yeah, the concern was that I was just going to have to literally run up and back on their driveway because there was no way I'm doing road runs. Why not? The, because fuck doing road runs in the country when there's motherfuckers hooning everywhere. <laughs> It's hoons galore. I'm not doing road runs. You're off your goddamn what, so head. So there's heaps of hoons down there. Well, country people are hoons, dude. <laughs> Don't pretend like country people aren't hoons. Maybe not in Dubbo, which is more of a city than a country town. Tumut's hoons galore. <laughs> and there's people on like, you know, they're all just trying to fucking, you know, swing their dicks because they've all got, you know, utes and vans and whatever else. And they're just trying to show off how many horsepower they got. That's Those fucking me. van hoons, dude. Jesus. Mate, you don't want a bar of it. I don't want to get bloody hit by a car on the side of the road. You know what I mean? Left to bleed out. No. Like a bloody wombat. Look at so like a wombat. So I, uh, I just went into their gym and I was just doing some pad work, right? Yep. But listen, truth be told, I don't think it was the veracity or the ferocity of my boxing. I think that the bag itself had been hanging for a long period of time and the cloth that connects to the loops that then hangs from the wall yes, uh, or from the roof had seen some some pounding over the years and was starting to fray. And so I'm in there banging away and it breaks off. But I was, you know, did, did it feel cool for a second? Yes. Did you I fix like, it? I, how the fuck am I going to fix it? I bought so it. So you on, just left it on the ground? I bought it. Well, only one of them broke, so it was like half dangling. I just went and told him, I go, dude, I broke your boxing bag. Uh, happy to get you a new one. And he goes, no, 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 don't worry about it. So I got him a bottle of whiskey to apologize. But oh, like, that was nice. They are, look, if anyone's going to be able to fix it, it ain't me. It's them. And I'm like, do I owe you a new boxing bag because I punched your old ass, bo- well, not old ass boxing bag, but like the thing Well, it's framed. depreciated down to nothing, so it's basically worthless. That, so like, am I buying a whole new boxing bag Well, for you that? shouldn't have. No, well, they weren't asking for that, but they, these were the things that were running through my head. So I just went, fuck it, I'll get you some whiskey. Now, I don't know how much he even drinks, so maybe that was a waste for him. Maybe he's like, well, that's not, I can't. Is he a drinker? Yeah, but not massively. Like, as in, I don't think he's. Listen, can you can you box a bottle of whiskey? I don't think so. Point being, I broke his boxing bag. Right, he can drink it though. You can drink it. Yeah, you, can't, you can't. You can't drink a boxing bag. No, you can't. Well, good on you, Tom. I don't think the listeners believe for a second that. It was strength that fucking destroyed the boxing bag. I think they did initially. I think and they were like, oh my God, this guy's fucking amazing. And I think Father like- Times had his way with it. Um, and you were just there at the opportune moment or inopportune because you ended up having to buy this bloke a bottle of whiskey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so look, at the end I of the day, you. you lose. I We also had, and this was Evie's first Easter egg hunt, which was as wholesome as it sounds. Oh, it sounds wholesome. She... How'd she do? Well, she did phenomenally well. You know, you talk about like Tonka running around for like 20 minutes when he gets to the country. Yep. Evie, a city gal, even though she goes to parks and shit, she doesn't- Not the same. Not the same as a house with like a big backyard and just sort of like cows and things everywhere. She did not stop. She is, 
I don't know. Again, first, she's my first child, so I don't have anything to compare it to. She is a fucking machine. Like, if we talk about, and I think we've said this before, Hindmarsh's engine as a footballer, mm. Evie puts him to shame. Like, one morning, we, I had to get Zoe to sleep. And Steph slept in, so the uh, Steph's auntie and uncle and Steph's mum were, like, looking after Evie for, like, an hour and a half in the morning. And within that hour and a half, they were fucked. Like, she just ran them ragged. She does not stop. She's an absolute animal. And I don't know if she's particularly more, like, hyperactive than any other children ever, but she might be the most hyperactive child I've ever seen. You then throw in chocolate eggs... Oh, it's all over. It's fucking all over. She's all over. She's bouncing off the walls. She's emotional. She's up and down. She's happy. She's sad. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, we only gave her three eggs. As in, she found a fuckload, but like, I'm not letting you pound multiples, like hundreds of eggs just to ruin the day for everyone else. Does she have a sugar crash like the rest of us? Yes, dude. She has a huge sugar... And that's when the emotions kick in. And that's when tears start. Tears start. And then, you know, you're like trying to, you know... What's crazy is when she's in the city at home, normally it's like a constant distraction of like different toys or to the park or to this. Uh, in the country, that fresh country air. Oh, it's fresh. She didn't watch a show or touch a toy for the first fucking two days we were there. Just running nonstop. Wind in her hair, Tom. Running. Young and free. Running, dude. Carefree. Love that. Was it crisp down there? Or was it, it warm? It was crisp. Did you have a bite in the air? Crisp like in the bite? morning, crisp in the night, and then during the day, just fucking t-shirt, shorts, bit of a breeze. You could have worn a jumper and you wouldn't have had an issue with it. But yeah, you could right. get away with it. But you could have, but if you forgot it, it wouldn't have been a it problem. It wouldn't have either. fucked you. Okay. Yeah. It was phenomenal, dude. Did you rip and tear? Well, I no, not rip and tear. I just we like I relaxed. If there was a ripping and tearing version of relaxing, then I did that. Now, did I pound some gummies and lay under a tree and contemplate why the fuck I live in the city? Yeah, I did some of that. Mm. If that's ripping and tearing? Well, it's a ripping and tearing of a different persuasion. It's the best, dude. I was actually getting very hippy-dippy out there. It's like your mind changes when you're out of the city. And I'm like laying under a tree and all I can see is tree, sky, and just birds chirping in my ears. Chirp, 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 chirp. And I'm like, I think this is what... Were they talking to you? What were they saying? I don't think they were talking to me, but they were singing. They were singing a song. Mm. And I'm like, this is what... This is so much more normal and, like, natural for what I think... What, I, for our species. For what our species needs. Yes. Than to be, like, cooped up on top of each other like we're in a fucking wet market in Wuhan. Like, shout out to wet markets. Shout out to wet markets. You no just disrespect. worked out in one afternoon on gummy bears what it took Buddha like 40 years to work yeah, out dude. sitting under a tree. I'm basically yeah. Buddha. Well, Buddha was slow to the punch. Yeah, he was. Slow to the uptake. What's not often referred to is that Buddha was a bit slow. Buddha was a dumbass. <laughs> Buddha was a slow beast. Yeah, unlike me, who just had some gummies and a tree and some blue sky. But also, when we were driving down, right? Uh, uh. And you see the stars and you go, oh shit, that's right. That's right. Stars, stars exist. Where none of this makes sense. I forgot about that. You none only see about sense. three stars in the city, even on a good night. On a great night, you'll see three stars. Nothing doing up there. Nah, we also Nothing got a doing. full Tumut moon. Yeah, I got a big moon on the way back. Huge big moon, big thicky. Yeah, big thicky. As it comes up over the horizon, you're like, oh, that's big and thick and powerful and like a weird orangey colour. Mm. And as it gets higher in the sky, it gets smaller and it gets whiter. And you're like, eh. 
It was fun before. Now no, it's, look, I think it's lost its luster. It loses it gets, its luster. Once it gets, it gets higher. like past, I'm going to change my hand there. Once it gets past like this side, yes. this I think is like when it loses it gets, its luster. Yeah. And for those watching on YouTube, you can see what I mean. Yeah. I would say. Uh, if we're doing a clock, forty-five degrees. If we're doing a clock past. Well, midnight is up. Midnight's it, up, obviously. Yeah, and, that's how and three work. o'clock, three o'clock is the horizon. You'd say three and and nine. Twelve up. Three and nines are the horizons. Or well, twelve and so three. Past ten and two, I think, is when it's really like ten and two is when it's into its work. Well, it could also be one and three. One, two, two and three. I think we're going to let that one go. Basically, what we're saying is it does lose its luster at some point but so does everything what i did want to ask eddie mm. and we will i promise we will get into some sport at some stage in this podcast you know when you see a sun setting on a horizon on a mountaintop on a crest whatever the sun sets every fucking day we know that when you see it when you can see it setting mm. i feel like the sun for that period of time moves quicker than any other time in the day it just seems to set quick. As soon as you see it, you're like, damn, watch this thing fucking go. But if it was moving that quick all day, then days would be like 15 minutes long. Well, look, it does seem to speed up, Tom. It does seem to speed up. I don't know. The jury's surely out on whether it speeds up late in the day. Yeah, there's no, I, one, no one knows. I'd be surprised if it did, but I hear your point. It appears to. It goes. It quick. certainly appears to. Also, sunsets in the country. What's that about? Is the sun like, yo? I prefer sitting out here, so I'm gonna fucking throw a bit of color around, bro. Yeah. Because you don't get that color in the city. Well, that's because you can't see anything. You don't Eddie. get that color in the yeah, city, but bro. That's because there's a fucking building here or there or everywhere. No, nah, you, you don't get the color. Anything. You don't get the color. But of course you don't get the colour because you're... It's you're, not you're, dancing. It's not prancing. View, it's not, well, it's not dancing off like, you know, undulating, rolling, green top hills. You know what I mean? You don't get it. But it doesn't dance and prance. I understand what you're saying, but it's still, it still gets into more of its work. It's still pumping out the big lift out you there. You cannot beat a country sunset. No, you can't. There, I said it. And Tom, Tom said it too. The further west you get, the better they get as well. They like it's flatter and it just starts fucking dancing. It's out flat there, out west, isn't it? Oh, it's flat. It's hilly in Tumut, or at least where I was in Tumut, it was hilly. Right on the river as well. Well, you're southwest down there, man. Huh? Southwest. I wouldn't know what direction I went. Don't worry. I have no idea. I just know I drove on a road and then I was there. What road did you take? Fucking highway. M1? I don't know. The M1, you went up north. Wouldn't have a fucking clue, Eddie. I was just saying M1 because that's what we are talking about last week. I think, you're yeah, on the, I think you're on the Hume, weren't you? I don't know is what I'm telling you. you <laughs> How do it, you not know? Weren't you, you driving? Yeah, he's banging the Jeeps. You are a... GPS, bro. Disgrace. Follow that Jeeps, baby. Shout out to GPS. I will say that. Didn't need it coming back because I know my way to Sydney, but I did need it getting there. Shout out to GPS, you're again. Mm. Yep. Poor old Gregory's. There was a story I once heard, Thomas, and I'll regale it with you now. I believe that the Gregory's family of Gregory's fame mm. sold the Gregory's for a disgusting amount of money to Optus, maybe? Someone like that? And like a year later, fucking Google Maps comes oh, out. It's just a oh, waste Good of time. on them. Well done to Gregory's, dude. I hope they made a shitload. 
I hope so too because that book they put together would not have been easy to put together. Well, they provided to you, and obviously we've got some no, younger you we've got some younger people uh, you that listen them. who would not be aware of the Gregories because you may be like Dave Tobler, even grew up in a time where maps were all digital. But there used to be a time when you'd have to trawl through a fucking map like you were Captain Cook trying to sail the seven seas. Dad used to sit up at night and pan, like plan the trip out. Like you have to sit down and plan it because because on the freeways in the city you can't do it on the go. You can't whip and out no a fucking book. No offense to mum, she wasn't always up to it. No, and I, to be honest, the last time, the last throws of the Gregories that I remember was myself and friend of the show, Nerd Soon Luke Bracey, would basically just use it to have marijuana in. Not an ad for marijuana. But that was all it would be. It'd be like page 88, and that's where you'd chop the it. Final the, the final days of the Gregories. The final days of the Gregories did it also help that like you might be Like the final days of Rome. Exactly. But the Gregories used to be able to snip a little, you know, a little roach pape out of there if you needed. Mm. So it became a multi-purpose tool yeah, it was. for the potheads of Sydney namely me and Brace. But that's my last memory of the Gregory's Eddie. But shout out to him, Dave. Have we got any answers there in terms of... No, look, I'm struggling to find who they sold it to. I've found Cecil Albert Gregory, who was the man who started Gregory's. Shout out. Basically, uh, what does it say here? Uh, Did he, he even he, sell it? Well, he came to Sydney in 1934 and had trouble finding his way about, so decided to write a book about it. Like, you know, write a map book. Well, you got a problem? Solve it. Um... The last issue was published in 2011, um, but it doesn't say in this article that, that it was That times about perfectly with yeah. when I was... The time's very nice. ...shuffing away. Look, that could be bullshit, the story I told, but, you know... I mean, would it be the first time we've told a bullshit story? No, it yet? wouldn't no, be, and it wouldn't. won't be the last. I'd also like to, before we also have to get to our little friend Dave over there, I just want to shout out McDonald's Coffees. Um, I had one the other day, it was horseshit. No, if you're having a long black... No, well, I had a... Thing. Yeah, you need to have just long blacks. Right. Okay. Long blacks are hard to fuck up. I basically now am a McDonald's extra large long black operator, ice long black, punters, dribblers, 520. That's basically the cost of a coffee in any other establishment, but it's fucking huge and it keeps you going. So I had my oat cap regular. So you've gone to Macca's to get that. I swung by on the way here. Drive through. And you know what else? You want to hear about some fucking restraint? Didn't order anything else. You're playing with fire. Yes, you're in there yep. just to get a coffee. Yep. Because it's are. pretty easy to go, ah, throw a couple of ashes in this well. Yeah, yeah, maybe a, maybe a sauce and egg. You Fuck know, it. maybe a sauce and egg. Fuck maybe it. a mighty I had a muffin. big run yesterday. Fuck, I'm living now, baby. Now I'm living. Look, fraught with danger. If you uh. can show self-restraint, which Tom has today but hasn't historically, go for gold. Yeah, thank you. Go for gold. Dave turned 24 on the weekend. He did. 24. 24. Fuck. I feel like he's been 24 for like three years. I, I thought you were 24 when we hired you. Maybe that's what I said on my resume. Yeah, he lied. He probably lied. I thought you thought I was like six years old. Well, when were you born? 1991. 98. 98. Right. 91? I meant 98. Jesus. You were born in 91. I know. <laughs> that's why I said it. Got confused. You got your, your dates mixed up there. 98. 98, yep. Tobler, when were you born? 97. Fuck, so Tobler's only 25. We got some young pups in here. Um, what'd you do, Dave? Because obviously you came in very fucking wrecked. Yeah. Uh, well, the birthday was on Saturday. Didn't have too much of a big one, but my parents left to go away on Saturday morning. Did they get so. you anything nice? 
Um, no, no, nothing like huge. I got. Well, probably, I, I don't got listen. Back, I got a new backpack, which was good. I needed okay. that. Um, for school. <laughs> yeah, for school. Yeah, new backpack for school. Um, probably my freeze. They got me a little Lego thing, which mm. was cool because huh? Lego. I got some Lego, which you, is pretty sick. I can't tell if you're serious. Or I not. am serious. You it's got like, Lego. Are you yeah. a Lego guy? Little bit, like I don't mind. It. What I've Lego? Got nothing, what? I've got nothing against Lego. I'm no, just trying to work out why. I wasn't expecting it, but it's just cool. Like, no, because. So what Lego year, did you get? Last year or the year before, this like like a Vespa thing. I don't know. You need um, to explain yourself a little bit more than a Vespa thing. What the fuck it's, is it's a like Lego? It's like a Vespa and you build it out of Lego. Oh, so it's a toy Vespa. Yeah, but it's made of Lego. That's what I mean. It. You yeah, build yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah. Vespa. Well, last year or the year before it was, my birthday was in lockdown. And so it was that whole time where everyone was doing like puzzles and shit. Mm. And they got me some Lego of like the city skylines of the places I had booked to go overseas. Um, yeah, like. So like, you know, Japan, because I couldn't go there. So I had a Lego thing. But I think Lego very underrated and a great activity to do when you're stoned. No, Lego's cool. I yeah. like Lego. No, Lego is underrated. Um, I saw someone do a, a Titanic Lego the other day, and I was like, I want to do that one day. They are. They can be quite uh, intricate. The old Legos. They get more intricate, I think, because they make adult ones. Now. Yes. The more they yeah, go yeah, up, yeah. they are just puzzles, right? They are, but they're a bit more interesting than puzzles. Well, they're not puzzles. Yeah. Well, in a sense, in that, you know, like you're sort of having to work it all out and put it together. Obviously, there's someone telling you what to do, but it is a very intricate undertaking. And I actually. It'd be like a jigsaw with, like, with, if you had instructions. Yes, which is hard to give instructions for a jigsaw because it's like, do your best, find your fucking way through this thing. We bought a puzzle for lockdown Mm. uh, of a huge, it was a huge picture of like a penguin and I haven't even opened the fucking box. Good for you. Yeah. You see people on the internet on like fucking Instagram and shit doing puzzles where every piece is black. And that so was you've kind just got it. And you're just like, like, why would you even fucking bother? Yeah. Boring. Boring. Um, you just sit there trying it. Like, does this pit? You just over and over again. For what? For what? For what? Idiots. Dave, what did you do on the Sunday? Um, yeah, Sunday, so... Is that yesterday? Bar- yeah. That was yesterday, yep. Feels like a while ago now. Had a barbecue for some mates, uh, came around, and then we ended up going to Sash at Greenwood. One of the... Sash hall- at hall- Greenwood? Hallowed institutions of Sydney nightlife. You ever been? I've been to Sash at Greenwood, yep. Yep, yep. It's good oh, for I you. don't even remember. I've only actually... I don't know if I've really been... I think I've been to Greenwood like once in my life. You wouldn't have crossed the bridge. It's not one that I crossed the bridge for, no. Well, yeah, it's a big event. And it was like their 10th birthday party or something, Sash. So it was a bit of a dress-up vibe. And my mates and I decided we'd all go in our cricket whites. Um, getting a photo up here. Oh, good. Uh, hang on. Goody. Hopefully this is working. Well, Dave, you built it up. Um, but, yeah, so that was fun. And then basically ended up coming back to my house. There we go. That's oh, all of us looking good. Oh, look at good. that. Dave and the boys. We didn't get a bait to his birthday, Eddie. Just so everyone knows, we did not get a bait. No, we didn't get a bait. Did you play cricket or was this just all for show? Well, we were having a bit of a backyard cricket sesh at Prees at my house there, as you can see. Lovely. Um, and then, yeah, basically, Sash, it didn't go late. It was a day thing, so we were back at my house by like 9-ish, 10, and then it just kind of really descended from there. Love that. Um, is this is last night? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, yeah, that was yesterday during the day. Oh, um, so you're, you're playing hurt. You're playing hurt, bro. What time yeah. did you get to Betty Buys? Um, probably bed about like 3 a.m. maybe. Uh, okay. Um, this was kind of some of the scenes at kick-ons. Oh. Oh, shit. Lots of fun. Um, Look at the ladies. Yeah. Who are the ladies? 
Who are the light eyes? Oh, Did you get a birthday a kiss, champ? Did you get a birthday kiss? I didn't get a birthday uh, kiss. Fuck. I was not really in a state to be uh, talking to women in a way that would reflect well that would, on me. Yeah, okay. You weren't yeah. in a courtship mood. It wasn't that kind of vibe. You also, um, from all videos, you seem like you get fucked up. Like in the sense, I don't know if you're responsibly, <laughs> but like you're the sort of guy who's like booting in the in the sink. We've seen a lot of booting videos. Yeah. Booting, there's a lot of punters dribbles footage of you just booting in sinks or like at a petrol station. You seem to be the sort of guy who doesn't, hold himself together well look it's unfortunate i'm i'm a small man and i've always tried to keep up with the big boys which sometimes might be my undoing yeah it seems like you can boot with the best of them is that fair oh i can absolutely that's that's something i'm well versed in and something you're a booter of consequence Um, uh this horse head gets a run it like yeah the horse head gets a good play the so horse yeah. head gets it made who bought that that's i bought that years ago and it it got busted out because it was relevant to some of the stuff that was going on there but we oh, right, okay, right. right yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. obviously betting on 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 horses, betting on horses. Yeah, betting that on horses, fucking yeah. horse head has been used multiple times it's i feel like you got your money for itself yeah you got your money itself the first time yeah well, Lots happy birthday, buddy. On. Happy Thank birthday, you. mate. We do have a gift coming. We do. It's in the mail. Thanks very it's, much. Uh, well, that. in the mail, it sounds like it's only like a letter. It's actually Silverback Cargo, I think, is who we're using. Yes, that's right. Silverback Cargo. Terrific. That's a 1-300-858-858. Yeah, it's a Silverback <laughs> Cargo. Um, that's an off-camera joke. But yeah, actually, shout out to the dribbler. That's now on camera. Who, now on camera. Shout out to the dribbler that I saw at Sash, and he was coming up to us and asking him about all the things, and I think he said something about... I don't know if you said something about Hello Sport or I said it first, but... What, about like you claiming it being your podcast? Or well, pretty he, much, he, yeah, because I think I remember saying to him, like, oh, like, so you know Dio Day from Hello Sport, yeah? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's me. Okay, like, there you nice. go, look yeah. at you. So you mean, was, we need to get him a T-shirt with his face and they're going, I'm Dio Day from Hello Sport. <laughs> Great idea. Maybe that's his birthday present. So we've already ordered. <laughs> we've already got it, but like, maybe we can do another one. <laughs> I'm Dio Day from Hello Sport. That's a fucking, that's a T-shirt. Tobler, make a note. Make a note, Tobler. Because you'll be organising it. Yes. Now, is it fair to say that we've been meandering through our weekend's exploits and it's probably time that we talk a little sport? Yes. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, Tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app you'd see some I, th- I seem to bet better when i'm not around people and i'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day see what's happening it's when i'm able to be as 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 gifted as i think i am so basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance that is games. what i'm saying yes yeah yeah you know for example you could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though right no, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy... They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well... <sighs> You're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a father of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where, the you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you- we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't, weren't there. on my profile? No. Well, I'm going to I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do you didn't do two bets and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units. Told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a there. unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. Eddie, when we talk rugby league on the show, obviously it's for KO, the home of rugby league. All games fucking go to woe Thursday to Sunday or Thursday to Monday in this week's case, live and ad-free, uninterrupted during play. We thank you, KO. We thank you, KO. We thank you, KO. Eddie. Yeah, bro. I know that you and I privately have had these conversations, um, but now it's public. I'm just trying to work out which finger is ideal for premiership rings. Like, which is, I, it, is it, I personally am probably like a ring finger guy. I'm going to put it on my ring finger. I'm not a huge fan of like the pointer finger or the middle fingers. Or I'm the thumb. Put, yeah, I think if you put rings on these three fingers, you're a I'm going to put it on my wedding finger. Yeah. But I think rings can only really be worn on these two fingers. Otherwise, you're a fucking idiot. Well, it depends how many you've got. Well, of course, if it's a, if it's like a, you know, you can't have multiple prem rings jacked up, but I just more mean like generally, they're your ring fingers. Yeah, for me, I understand. I'm just merely saying when you start moving into five, six, seven, seven, eight, nine, tens. Yep, yeah, well, there's, know, there's a problem know. there. Obviously, there is a problem, Tom, and one I've just solved. Mm. So we need not worry anymore. But it is official. 
Good judges all in the grants. Good judges. Great judges, the best judges. High court judges. High court judges, Supreme Court judges, the highest judges in the land. Uh, American Idol judges. Exactly. X-Factor judges. X-Factor judges. You know. My Kitchen Rules judges. That's right, Tom. The Block. Shana Blaze is saying it. That's right. They're all saying it. Master Chef judges. Master Chef judges. Um, they're all East, saying East the same. show fucking fruit and veg judges. That's right. They're all singing from the same hing book, baby. Manly win the comp. Manly win the comp. It's never been more obvious. It's never been more assured. Manly win the comp. We go out there and we do a fucking job in front of a full house, Four Pines Park. Brookvale Oval. Oval. Never, ever caught that again. Old habits. It's uh, not an old habit. It's fucking well. I mean, just fucking relax, bro. Brookvale <laughs> Oval. We get the we get the chockies. We do. The win was never in doubt. No, I tell you what, Ruben Garrick, lot of Tom Trebojevic about him. I sometimes was like, holy shit, Tommy's who the fifteenth? Yeah, the fifteenth peak. I was sometimes wondering whether the fifteenth peak was Tommy Turbo. I was like, holy fuck! I thought he was injured. Oh, he's not. Oh wait, he is still injured. That's the fifteenth peak. Uh, we looked very good. Ola Kawatu, my God, my God, my God, Eddie. Ola Kawatu, like if I wanted to just fap to something. Oh, you want to fap? I'm saying if I wanted to, that would be what I would fap to from the weekend. Fair enough. What's got that. me fapping this weekend, punters, dribblers? Ola Kawatu, homole, Ola Kawata. Hamale, Hamole. What a gorgeous man he is. What a footballer that kid Just is. Just big, big, imposing, strong, terrifying. Because it's like, okay, sweet. You, you're really good at attack and you're really good at defense. You're actually great all across the park. But what's the intangible? Terrifying. He loves to truck C, Tom. He loves to make tackles. He loves to score tries. He loves to make line breaks. He loves to give seed. Like, and there's, there's, there's players like that, right? Like there's players who like to truck, like to tackle, like to score. But what's the intangible that not all players have? Terror. And Olakawatu, scary motherfucker. Now, I don't mean as a person. He's probably a sweet individual. He meant as a footballer, Tom. But he's fucking, he's got the adenfenuas about him. He's got plenty of fenua about him. In that you're scared of him. Now, we're not scared of Fenua anymore because he left. And I'm not scared of Olakwatu because I count him as a dear friend that I haven't met yet, but... We've met him. If you didn't know spiritually. him... Spiritually. Or if, if he wasn't a mate like he is with us, you'd be scared of him. You'd be scared of him. We've met him spiritually, which is where it really matters. Um, and in that realm, we're tight. Yeah. We're, we're buds. On the spiritual planes, yeah, yeah. we are best buds. We spent a lot of time on the spiritual planes, Tom and I just meandering, galloping about. Yep. And Hamali's often they're ripping and tearing and we're tight listen if, if i was to give any critique of the manly game i'd say listen we we really started well we ripped and we teared and we put those fucking beaters from the gold coast to the sword and i like the gold coast so i don't mean that disrespectfully but beaters you are we put you to the sword and then we took the foot off the gas we're, we're a team just we're, we're learning how to keep the foot on the gas you know what i mean we're just trying to make sure that we get the game won and then we need to stop letting our foot off the gas. Well, I think our foot slipped off the gas pedal. You think it was more of a slip? I think it might have been a slip. I think that we were just so fucking high on a glorious domination Mm. of an ordinary football side that our foot slipped off the pedal. Now, can you have your foot slipping off in the big moments? Can you have your foot slipping off in September? No, you can't. 
and we're not pretending to, and neither's Des. So the boys are under no illusions that a slipping of the foot off the gas pedal can cost you. Yeah. Cost you zoo. But it didn't cost you us on the weekend. I um, I wonder whether it's best in a situation like this to be driving barefoot. I find better grip on the pedal if you've got no shoes on. I think so, Tom. I think the boys need to start driving barefoot. I think if they do that. You know what's happened, Tom? I think they were driving in footy boots. Well, there you fucking go. I think they were driving in their footy boots. And Your studs, they're not. Studs they're not, have got no place on a gas pedal. No. None whatsoever. It I is, actually think it might be illegal. I think it probably is illegal. Fraught with danger. You need to go El Natural, mm. Tom. Mm-hmm. Earthing. Earth vibes. the foot, earth the soul, and you won't have any problems. Now, in the end, an eight point victory, comprehensive. Yep. Nothing to see here. Entrenchment. Um, it's entrenchment. Well, it's just... It's, it's just entrenchment. Well, it's, it's, classic, it's classic cut and dry entrenchment. What Tom. did we say, Eddie, last week about that game? It will be as forgettable as a rugby league game ever has on the footpath to glory. It's just a paver. We we won. We scored some good tries. But ultimately, who gives a fuck? We move on and, you know, next, next. What's next? What's we looked, next? Look, it's it's... It might be disrespectful to say, but I think as a peninsula, as a side, as everything, we just looked through the Gold Coast and we looked through them. We, we just looked through them. That's fuck. why we were driving in footy boots because yeah. we didn't give a fuck. We were, we're like, just slipping around the corner for yeah. some milk. Yeah. Round six game, you just you pocket it and you move on. That's four on the trot. Yeah, that's right. I repeat, four on the trot. Where one, are you two, now, three, fucking wooden spoon? You know, manly spoon. Oh, manly shit. No, oh, God. Now... It's. I don't want to kick a bloke while he's down, but I will do it because I think it's my duty as a man. Warm the foot up, bro. As a manly man, Michael Pride, you better start. You better bring that cash in this week, bro, because it's all over for you, bro. Newcastle are fucked. Newcastle are shot to shit. You couldn't even beat the Dragons. You stunk that fucking game up yesterday. The Dragons. You stunk it up, and yeah, all the Dragons played pretty well. Did they? Did Did they they play that well? Or the Knights done? Like Ben Hunt, he's a footballer. Yeah, he can play some good. Hey, footy. He's a footballer, Ben Hunt. No knocking Ben. Well, I'm not. I'm not here to knock Ben Hunt. I, he can play some football. Lomax, a cheap, cheeky little prick, j- jumping on Frizzell's that back. Was I mean, cheeky. that was cheeky that stuff. Was cheeky. You're being disrespected by the Dragons. Think dude. about that. Allow, allow that to sink in. The Think Dragons about that. are disrespecting you, your town, your club, your side, your fucking the whole your ethos, everything about you. You're getting disrespected by a dirty merger club. Oh, it's tough. And right? then you saw you saw Clemmer come up after the game and try and you know almost start Lomax, and Lomax still didn't want to. Be, he's like, "Fuck off! We just beat you." Look, <laughs> you know you're in trouble when a side that hasn't. That had only won one game since, since Barbecue Gate. Since Microwave Dinner Gate. Looked pretty sharp against you. Mm. Not like super sharp. Not like, I don't know, a top eight side sharp. No, but like sharp, bottom eight sharp. They looked bottom eight sharp. Yeah, they that, were, that, that was a sharp bottom eight performance. <laughs> that was a fucking sharp bottom eight performance. Yeah. As sharp as I've seen, Tom. Mate, one of the sharper bottom eight performances of the season. Really sharp. Mm. Really sharp. Well, not really sharp, bottom eight sharp. Well, bottom eight sharp. Yeah. Really sharp for down there. Yeah. Blunt. If you carry that knife into the top eight, it's blunt. Well, I tell you what, that knife is safe for use with children. It's a butter knife. It's a butter knife, but it's one of those ones that, like, even a, a kid, like, you could give that to Evie. She ain't cutting shit. Put it this way. It's so blunt that you couldn't pop a balloon with no, it. No, but down in the bottom eight, that's as sharp as you get. That's, that's a, a, Well, woo. that's as sharp a knife as they've seen down there in a half a season. Yep. So 
Well done to the Dragons. Not the point, though. No, not the point. The, the point, point is, is that-, that the Newcastle Knights got trapped, right, in a trap of their own making. So they trap, they, themselves, they trap themselves, right? They go, holy shit, we won our first two games. Like, Who'd they beat? They beat the Roosters, sure. And then Joey hurt. of spending half a fucking day a week with the side fame. Like, mm. oh, he can solve our problems. <clears throat> you know how you sniffed your own farts for the first two weeks of the comp? How they do you feel the Tigers now? As well as oh, so they beat so the, the Roosters and the Tigers. Oh, wow. What a start. Roosters week one as well. Yeah, when Roosters like, week one. When all bets matters, are off. All bets are off. And the Tigers of worst franchise in Australian sporting history fame. Now, look, I'm not here to bash the Knights just cause. I'm here to bash it because I've got to call it how I see it. Yeah. And I think it needs to be pointed out that you got high on your own supply in the first two rounds and now reality has come back to be paid. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, has reality come back to roost? Is reality a hen? Is reality a hen coming home to roost? <laughs> that's what I think. It's, I think that's what's happening, Tom. I think that reality hen's coming home to roost, Have baby. we got a big old hen named reality? Yes. And it's coming home to roost. Oh, it's come home, bro. And you know how it's roosting? Kalen Ponga doesn't even want to be there. Now, I don't know exactly how this is going on, and I would say that from the general perception of Mr. Ponga himself, seems like a good dude. Seems like a nice young kid. Kalen seems like a terrific seems young like a kid. terrific young man. But the Knights have apparently, if you believe the Mayo, which I have no reason to not believe. Well, um, Mayo's got us to this point. Mayo's got us this far. Mayo would suggest that the Knights have pulled their offer to Kalen, which he'd agreed to, because... Kalen's papa, who's also his manager, Andre, or Dre, as we call him, Dr. Dre, <laughs> he and the Knights couldn't agree on an announcement of the uh, signing news. Now, who the fuck knows? If that is true, that's as lame as it gets all the way around. I'd be going, if you're signing, let's announce it. It seems... Let's announce it. This seems like... This seems suspicious or fishy to me, Tom. Getting bogged down in that level of semantics and pulling an offer for a thoroughbred who, you know, albeit a little bit out of form at the moment, is a thoroughbred on his day with no replacements in sight. If you think you're going to get Munster, you've taken fucking crazy pills. But maybe they will. No, but see, the thing is, I can actually see it from that perspective going, listen, just make a call. And if you don't want to be here, if you want to go to the dollies, to the fish, if you want to go to the fish, no wonder it's smelling fishy, uh, then let us know so we can literally wine, dine and 69 Munster within an inch of his goddamn life. Because that's the only way. A 69 of consequence is the only way that the Knights get Munster. Otherwise, they're fucked. But I will say this before we... But I mean more from the perspective of like... Is Kalen's old man really nickel and diming to that degree? Who the fuck knows? Who knows? That he might be a pain madness. in the ass. I don't know. Who knows? I'm, I would suggest, and I'm not saying that, uh, that Dr. Dre is a pain in the ass. I'm saying he could be. Who the fuck knows from like the outside in? What I think is actually more likely is that the Knights are... To me, if you see the way that the coach talks in the post-game presses when Kalen's, like, sitting right there, the Knights seem to me like 
like a guy who doesn't know how to deal with the fact that there's like a really hot chick who might be into him and they're like come they're, they're being too submissive and it's not sexy it's not sexy when you're just like a meek little pussy and it's like we're prepared to wait for Kalen because Kalen's worth it Kalen's worth it like you're coming off like a little bit of a needy bitch like Maybe a bit more assertive and be like, listen, we want him, but if he doesn't want to be here, then fuck him. Like, be, do you know what I mean? Like, don't be disrespectful to him, but be a little bit more like, have some self-respect. A bit more they, manly? A bit more manly. A bit more fucking bravado to you. They're just meek, pathetic, weak pussies, it seems like. And that's no disrespect. Well, you got to, in that dating game, in the, in the courting game, you gotta, you got to bring your confidence. you got to bring no your A-game. Man, woman, or otherwise, wants a meek, soft little bitch, unless it's a fetish, which is very limited to like a small well, sample size. Well, that's very niche, Tom. If, you, if your fetish is soft cockery, then sure. Look, I mean, if Caitlin was look, looking for a cock, Sure, I get it. If he's into cuckold, yeah, then Kalen's signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah, I but mean, if he's not, like most Newcastle people, was the club for him. Yeah, but what's I the think coach he, called again? Adam O'Brien. Yeah, cuck. cuck. No disrespect. Well, look, not that he is, but the way he's behaving in those presses is cuckish. And the way they've been playing their footy is cuckish. Well, yes, you know what I mean. I think the Knights have got a cuckold problem. That's what I'm saying. If I'm running an eye over this thing, and I, I like to think that I am, Tom, I'm seeing a cuckold problem. It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like, and I'm not saying that uh, Kalen is Jada Pinkett Smith here, but it's a bit <laughs> like the Knights are Will Smith and Ponga is Jada, who's also like fucking, you know, sowing wild oats on, you know, going and checking out the dolphins and, fuck, you know, just exploring their options. And then Adam O'Brien, Will Smith... Is here going? No, he's he's worth it. He's worth he's, he's worth waiting for, and he's worth. We'll do whatever you want. 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 You've you. But well, Nathan's out there getting ploughed by August, whatever his name is, Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> you know, you follow it along if you know the Jada Pinkett Will Smith story, and it's just like it's cuck city, dude. Yeah, don't stand back while your missus is getting ploughed. <laughs> That's all we're saying. Unless you're into it. Unless you're into it, which is fine. Which is fine. But it's harder to sell that at the market. It's way harder. You've got to know that the person you're courting is is keen to cuck if that's what you're selling at the market. Because if they're not... If they're not KTC, then <laughs> God help you. God help you. You're going you're gonna to be in a world of hurt. And yeah. I think that's what we're seeing now up at, up at Steel Town. Yeah. And I then think- before you know it, Adam O'Brien's going to be up on stage slapping someone at awards night. And everyone's going to go, ooh. And the oxygen's going to get sucked out of that room, bruh. Yeah. Imagine sucked if Adam O'Brien gets up and like slaps Joey in the face. Or Wayne Bennett. Or Wayne. Well, Wayne's sort of the one that is like chonging Ponga. That's true. So it's more about like the person who doesn't deserve it is Joey. Yeah, that's a good point. And that would really draw, that That'd draw some oohs. Well, Joey would fuck him up, but... It'd be a mistake. He wouldn't cop it. He wouldn't cop it like Chris Rock did. Again, we're getting bogged down. We are get, get, it's not exactly the same. It, but you obviously, get it. obviously like, it's not the it same. It can't be exactly the same. But, but it doesn't matter. The Knights are cucks. Knights are cucks and they're playing cuck footy and they're dealing with Ponga like cucks. Yes, they that's are. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. And that's no disrespect to anyone involved in that situation. Now, having said that, if they were to pull the deal, which it seems like they have, of Kalen Ponga, and he fucks off to the Dolphins, and they somehow, some way, miraculously 
get Munster the club, then I'll eat my own hat. Yeah. Okay, I'll sit here and I'll, I'll eat my hat and I'll apologise. But I don't – look, there's a lot of water going under the bridge before that happens because mm. Munster's hotness – Oh my goodness. He's never been hotter. No, he hasn't. He's never, he hasn't. ever, ever been hotter. That performance on the weekend, they're even, and again, Ooh, good judges. Shana, good judges. Shana Blazers of the world are saying that that was the greatest game he's played. Great judges are saying that, Tom. Yeah. Now, if they're saying that, you got to stop. Great Australian bake-off. So you that's just another thing that's judged. Stop and take stock, baby. Stop mm. and take stock. Now, the Sharks have had a great start to the season. And mm-hmm. I'm not here to bash the Sharks. Not what I'm about to do. Although I do think they'll get pumped on Thursday night down yep. at Shark Park. Yeah, they're going back-to-back losses. I think so. And I think that, you know, that's probably about where they're at. Yeah. You know, sixth or eighth. Yeah. They go down to Melbourne, really high on their own supply. Yeah. Believing in themselves, touching themselves, knowing themselves. Not knowing themselves, thinking they know themselves, but definitely touching themselves. But touching themselves, thinking they know themselves, but not actually knowing themselves, but definitely touching themselves. Definitely touching themselves. Not a great knowledge of themselves, but a knowledge of how to touch themselves. That's right, Tom. Thank you for that clarification. It was needed. (laughs) They go down to Amy Park Saturday night. And Munster puts on a rugby league clinic what some good judges are saying he's never put on before and they lose by 16 points and the world crashes down about around them. It's it's interesting, right? Like, Sharks were a top two side and they got pumped. Well, there's levels. No, I but think like, we know they were coming second, right? I don't think the Sharks were ever going to win the comp this year, but they are the biggest improvers, at least in the early exchanges of the 2022 I merely NRL meant they went down there a second on the ladder, I think. That's what I'm saying. And mm, would they have been second or the Storm would I have been second? They would have been third. We we were second and third, but I feel like their points difference might have been a bit better than oh, four that. Oh, 4 and against. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you know what a four is. Yeah, no, I get it, dude. A four and You get a four. I do have a four. Do you have a four? Yeah, I got a four. Dave, so we get four. Does not have. I don't have a four. No, Dave, no. not a four. Operator. Not a four. So you don't operator. get four no. and against. You don't get four and against. No. <laughs> Which <laughs> no, and that's fine. That's a cultural that's thing, and that's that's all good. That's fine, dude. That's not a big deal. We're no. just saying you well, don't we're a get fucking, it. We're a cultural melting pot in here. Fouries, yeah. no fouries. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we're diverse. Yep, we're diverse. We le- we like to have at least one fouryless. Person yes. on the side. We we need we need at least one fouryless guy in our ranks. All girl, all girl. Well, Just as long as you don't have a fourie. Sure, sure. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, lost my train where of thought. Where are we? Where are we? Storm, 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 monster, killing it. Monster killing it. That's all I'm saying. You know what? The knights. Uh, sorry, they're not the knights. Knights are cucks. Um, the sharks <laughs> made a good. I think, like, if you're the Sharks, though, I'd, I'm still happy with boy? that. I'm still happy with yeah. that performance, man. Yeah. They scored points, scored some good tries. They didn't, like, lie down and just die. No, like they didn't lie down did. and they cop still it. kept attacking. Not like others. Not like yeah. the Knights would have. They they put up a good showing, and it was pretty fucking close until the later part of the game, was it not? Yeah, like... Or at least to a point, there was, like, it was, like, 18-16 like at some point. Yeah, it was, like, at halftime, it was pretty close, and then we literally scored a try before a tackle had been made after halftime, and then... They kind of struggled to get back yeah. in there. But, like, again, they were still scoring, like, looking and attacking. They, they, were, making, they were making good Finucane meters got and fucking knocked sets. out of the yeah, game. Yeah, that was a shame. I'm sad about that. Um, um, and Munster was... 
And you were against Munster playing the greatest game he's ever played, essentially. That's what Shana Blaze will tell you. Now, like, that try he scores from 40 metres out was so horny. How many dummies he throw in there? How many dummies? 50? Oh, could have been 70-odd. 70 dummies? I reckon he's thrown 70-odd dummies. 70 dummies? Surely that's the most dummies ever thrown for a try. Well, I think it's a Guinness Book record. Most dummies Most dummies thrown in a... In a play? Yeah, in a, well, in a single run. Yeah. Without passing the football. Mm. I mean... You'd think at 50 dummies that you'd stop... Buying them? You'd stop buying them. Well, he's so good at selling, though, Tom. Mm, he is. He could sell snow to Eskimos, you know what I mean? Inuits. Very irresponsible of you, Eddie. Um, like that, Tom. Well done. Thank you. Inuits. Apologies. Yeah, and apologies to our Inuit audience. Um, but you're right, dude. If he's at the markets... He's got a stall and he's selling dummies and dummies alone. And people are buying them and buying them and buying them and buying them 70 times. Yep. Think about that, Dave. You wouldn't be able to count to 70, mate. Let alone buy them. Unbelievable stuff. Yep. Now, it's annoying though, Tom. I have to, I have to, you know, I have to be honest with the audience. Mm. Starting to get really fucking old. The storm being great every year. Yeah, starting to get really yeah. fucking annoying. Um, yeah, it is. It's really starting. It's to like boil when the is pit. this show gonna fucking end? Yeah, we're into our like twenty fifth season, and it's just getting a bit old yep. and a bit predictable. Yep, it's a sitcom that is just fucking doing the same old tropes year after year after year. Dominance. That's their trope. Yep, dominance. Dominance. Dominating everyone else is the trope. And I think what just has me so horny this year as well is that we have seen some matches like this one on Saturday night where Cameron Munster has played the greatest game of footy ever. We've seen Papadowson score four tries in a game. We've seen Hughes have a blinder. Harry Still have a blinder. less searched than us on Swish Papenhausen. Sorry, just, yep, just there to point you that go. Were you aware uh, of that, Dave? I was aware of that, yep. Right. Where, yeah, because yeah. we were trending. That, so, that's why I'm with you but guys. But do you understand not, how that, that works? That's why I work for you guys, not for Papanel. Right. Well, I know good, where the bread's going. Good. good answer, yeah, dickhead. Great answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just when it happens, the one game, and hopefully it is the grand final and any games leading up to that, where all four of our spine just go off and unload over the other team, it's going to be a scary spot. He plays his best footy against good sides, Munster. Yeah. He can go a bit quiet against the shit stuff. But he doesn't need to do much, you know. No, against the shit stuff. you got so many players. But, dude, what's crazy is that someone like the Cheese... I don't know, and, you know, maybe better judges than I. I hate to bring up Shana Blaze again, but someone like Shana might be able to tell us. Is there ever been a hooker like fucking the Cheese who's arguably the best hooker in the competition but also plays front row if he's needed to? Like, hookers are usually small, nippy, whippity, fast little fuckers, and he is those things, but he's also huge, and he plays front row when you need him to. Well, he can play. He can do a job. He can play anywhere in the front. He did play front row for you, yeah, though, didn't he? Yeah, front, yeah, because Jesse Bromwich was Jesse out. Jesse Bromwich so was out, and so was Kenny with COVID. Yeah. But then you've got fucking Harry Grant. <laughs> or Grant. I don't know what... I don't know if it's Hugh well, Grant. Well, I think Hugh it's Grant, Grant. Harry Grant, Harry Grant. I think it depends how he's playing. Pappenhausen's hair just fucking flying through the breeze like a goddamn lion's mane. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to like. And a lot to hate. Mm-hmm. Well, because there's so much to like, there's so much to hate, mm. I think. Mm. I can just foresee, I mean, obviously Storm Premiership, but Pappenhausen, Dalliem, top point scorer. Not sure who's going to win the Clive Churchill, but it'll be one of the four. Uh, I'd say it's probably a turbo. 
It's a turbo year mm. for Clive Church. I think it's probably a turbo year. Turbo, Burbo or Gerbo? Maybe well, a Brady Parks? I like, I like a Burbo or Turbo or A Shoey? Yeah, well, a Shoey. Shout out to you, bro. You'll be back soon, ripping and tearing. What else did I like over the weekend, Tom? What else did I like? What was like? the Thursday night game? Because I can't remember if it was shit or it not. It was oh, the Raiders. Cowboys. Raiders, Cowboys. <laughs> if anyone wants to know <laughs> what's going on with me and the Raiders, like, that's it. Dude. 12, point, 12 points to nil at half time, 18 unanswered points. That's that's me and, that's me and the fucking Raiders, bro. I was driving That's down it. That's it, in I a was nutshell. I in the car on the way to Tumut, and I, the reception was in and out. Raiders up to a 12-0 uh, early lead. And as we started dipping out of reception, I just went, I bet you they fucking lose it from here. What should happen? And then, oh, the delight I felt when I pulled in and bloody connected to some Wi-Fi. And I was like, of course, those fucking beaters. Of course. I saw a statistic. They've now got seven uh, double-point blown leads i don't know in what time frame though unfortunately ricky has to be but they've got the mo- but they've got the most but if ricky would have to be very close to being committed to some sort of psychiatric ward like that side making him putting him through that what was his what were his comments after the game he, said, I'm just quote. A, he was bagging out all the fucking players that's for sure but rightly so. No, I know, but they usually were he does fucking pathetic in the second half. You didn't watch the game, no. but like the first half, I'm like, okay, they're playing some good footy. They're throwing the seat around. Tom Starling goes through the line with a nice little show and go at the start. That was nice stuff. They were moving the seed, moving the seed, Look, playing with purpose, defending well. And then in the second half, they came out like a busted ass. They came at their start. The second half was fucking deplorable. Absolutely deplorable. Mm-hmm. And it didn't get better from there. No. They let in three tries all over. See you later. They're weak. Fucking pathetic. Tough as well because they were the hottest bloody thing at the market a couple of years ago. And then it just all went down. All went down. Tough, tough, tough. went down. Now, tell, you know, in fairness, who was the fucking. Who was the second row that left? Uh, Johnny Bateman. Johnny Bateman, dude. And then Sam Williams. Johnny Bateman. And then Hodgson's injured for the season. The moment he left, it's just the wheels fell off. Jared Croker of just probably never going to – how many games he played? He's played a lot. Yeah, I know, but he was like – he was almost in line to he like wouldn't the be that far off player in history. Would he be, what, 250? Yeah, like – no, 270 to 300. But I think if he had kept playing, Jared Kroger could have easily become like the highest point scorer. Highest point ever. scorer, highest he's games. Played 291 played. games. Yeah. He's only 31. Yeah, 291, but well. he's also like not making the side. Yeah. Shout out to the planes flying over. This is a good opportunity to let any airline sponsors know that if you want uh, to jump on board, every time a plane flies over, we'll mention you. So just something to think about. Something to digest. Yeah. Yeah, Croker's about like less than a hundred points behind El Masri, and that would put him into second and all-time point scorer. Wow! And he won't get there because I, unless the Tigers pick him up or he gets brought back for the Raiders, I don't think that's going to happen. Would I, you say Jared Croker is like the nut trucker of the backline? Uh yeah, he's all, yes, but he's almost too good. He scored too many points, played too many games. Yeah, yeah. you need a nut trucker in the backline. Like you Joel Reddies of the world. He's scored a lot of points. Joel Reddy's a good one. You know what I mean? Your uh, your 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 Bryson Goodwins, you know, yep. fucking Luke Cavell, Ben Pomeroy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to I'm Benny saying? Pomeroy. Ben Pomeroy. 
Fuck, man. So that was a fucking shit show. Good Friday. Oh, I can't even remember my bets now. Colin Best. Sorry, I'm going at the Knights players, but you know what I'm saying. You are. Get it. You are. Rabbitohs, 36-16 over the Dogs. The Dogs just... I just I, – I fear for them this season, bro. Yeah, I but fear. even they're they still all, scoring 16 points they against the Knights. Right before they, mm. against South. they looked all right. They're not the Tigers, They're you so know? patchy, bro. They're not the Tigers. That's the nicest part about this season is they're not the Tigers. When do they play each other? That is going to be must-watch Dude, football. that will so be. round 11. That is going to be – That is going to be must-watch. Friday, 6 p.m., like Art Oval. 20, oh, mate. 6 p.m.? Yeah. Do we, do, do we do a live stream for that game? What date? Friday, 6 p.m. Or what is the date? 20th of May. No, we can't. We've got the turtleneck long lunch. We do have the turtleneck long lunch, which will be terrific. It'll be terrific. So, sorry, we're not doing a live stream for that game. Uh, it would be ridiculous of us to do that. Who's the – what's the, the the 8.30 game for that night? That night, Manly Eels. Ooh. What a fucking night that's going to be. Um – a night of nights? A night of nights. I don't know. Is there anything else in terms of the games, Eddie, that has taken your no, fancy? We've still got one more this afternoon, which will we be do. fucking good Eels fun. Eels are going to pound. I think this is an anytime try scorer, basically just like I'm gonna have I'm gonna have someone down for a hat trick, yeah. and I think his name's gonna be Clint Gutherson. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. That I don't feels mind, that feels nice, doesn't it? I don't it? mind like a Reed Marnie two or more either. I don't mind. Well, Reed, Reed snipes, dude. Yeah, he does. He's a sniper of note. He's a sniper, dude, and not an American sniper, but an Australian sniper. Well, rugby league, sniper. a rugby league sniper. I like Gutho for three or more. I like I him for three it. or more today. Now, I do. Now, by the time this comes out, hopefully... No, I this mean, will be out. This will be out, you would assume, before this game, but you may not have heard it. But if you have heard it, if you haven't heard it, whatever, who cares? But you'd only do it with Neds if you were going to do it. I think we know that. Um, now, I, before we sort of wrap rugby league, I do want to just point out that one of the great headlines of 2022 would have to be... Jai Arrow's uh, headline in the paper yesterday, which I'll just have to get. Now, look, no one is celebrating the mauling of a dog. That's already, you already know this story's good if you've got to start with that. No one's celebrating the mauling of a dog because that's horrible. But the headline reads, I'm sorry my Thor mauled your pet. NRL star Jai Arrow's arm staff, Amstaff, in brutal attack on mini schnauzer. Now, I don't know what an Amstaff is. Staffy. Uh, it's oh, American Staffy. American Staffordshire Terrier. Right. I'll get a photo up. You know what a Staffy is. I know what a Staffy is. Staffies are very common. Oh, Amstaff, I didn't know. I'd never heard of the uh, accurate, the, the shortening. shortening. The shortening. I, I think they're a bit bigger than your regular Staffy. Right. American Staffy. American would make sense if it's a bit bigger. Um, but, now, you know. Now, this story, horrible, obviously. But interesting, because I had heard last week that a staffy had attacked a dog in the dog park in Bronte, maybe? Yeah, I think I saw that on, like, the Bondi Local Loop. It was on Bondi Local Loop. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was on Bondi Local Loop. And they were like, has anyone know a guy that also walks a Roddy down here? So it's also because the guy who was walking the dogs ran, bailed, like, from the scene. Oh, really? Yeah. And apparently... And what, left the dogs? Left, well, no, like, fucking... I think they get the dog off and then he pisses out. He's like, see you later. Runs off because he walks a Staffy and a Roddy. 
the staffy gets into the brouhaha, fucks his dog up, horrific. Then they get the dog off. I took, think it took three people to get the fucking staffy off this dog. And then once the dog has been removed, old mate pisses off. Now, it wasn't Gyaro walking the dogs. I think it was Liam Knight. Just put a beep over whoever it was. Liam Knight. Yeah. yeah. Just beep whoever the name was there, Tobler. Okay. Just make a note. It is like in all the stories. No, oh, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. You don't have to beep anything. Oh, is I, it in the story? Daily Mail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't find this out because I was there. I find this out because it was. It's oh, everywhere. So Liam yeah, Knight yeah. legged it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of almost not that it's you know he was in the right or whatever, but I have sympathy for him in that he was walking someone else's dog who right. was just like no, you don't have si- you walk someone else's dog if the dog fucks someone up. It's not like you're going to jail. Well, yeah, dogs are psycho. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I can, I can see his mind space of being. I like, remember walking my mate Hickey. Will shout out to Will Hickey, friend of the show. I used to walk his uh, the late his late uh, French bulldog Gus. R.I.P. Gus. Thank you every day through the park near where we used to live. And one time Gus went up to a bunch of hipsters who all had their fixie bikes. I was kind of proud of him and pissed all into the helmet of one of these hipsters. And they got up and were like, Ugh, and they were pouring piss out of the helmet. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's not my dog. So I owned it. And then yeah. I left. I would say this, uh, just as like, you know, a bit of advice. If you're walking a Roddy and a Staffy and they're not your dog, probably don't take them down the dog park and let them off. Like, just probably don't do yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just keep them on the lead, brah, and pound those streets, yep. and you won't have a problem. Yeah. Don't but also, ta- like, I, I mean, I had a staffy. She was, she... They're not your really- dog. You don't know how the fuck they... You don't know what they're like, bro. You True. don't know their vibe. You don't know their what do you mean? You don't, you're not tapped into this dog? Yeah. Don't nip down in the dog park for a fucking... With kiddo. these big, brutish no. motherfuckers. <laughs> I think you're playing with fire. Yeah, I wouldn't take Tonka to the dog park and let him run. <laughs> no, no, you won't. Dude, no. Tonka will fuck He'd me up like, on it. So when Tonka comes in here, he's, he's already got my number. He'd be like, who are you, bro? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you think I'm going to listen to you? I dominate you every time we now see Now, you'd be in luck because Tonka's one of the great sooks all time. No, but of course, but and he's still... And he, he would get attacked. But he'd then kill the, the fucking whoever was attacked. Well, he'd probably be in tears and you'd have to carry him home. Not the point. No. Point is... Did, well, did this schnauzer survive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. He's going to be traumatised, the poor little thing. Hmm. But all we were saying is that... That's a great headline. Quite a headline. It's just quite a headline. Not a positive news story, no. But also they've got this photo of him. I would assume that they've got a photographer down to take that photo of him walking his dogs. It's a completely separate situation. I don't think he's gone and got those photos after the fact. Hey, Jai, you know your dog's mauled that schnauzer? Can we get a photo of you on the beach with him? He'd be like, eh, I might avoid that. You reckon? Why in the fuck would you go and do a photo shoot with your dogs that just mauled a schnauzer? Where do you reckon they got the photo from? Fucking Jai sea change to, to from the Gold Coast to Sydney. Oh, right. Like, you know. Old footage. Old photos, for sure. Now, it's unfortunate they got the photo with his dogs. It's also unfortunate in those photos, those dogs looked fucking terrifying. That's the problem. And they also you, are, they also appear to be pulling him. Not a good sign. Well, no, but you know, like it's something that you will probably have faced or will continue to face with a dog like Tonka. Tonka is a sweet dog. He is still humongous mm. and intimidating. You can't help it, right? Because whether it's that Roddy's have bad names, whether it's because of you know X, Y, and Z, they've got a history. They're intimidating. You just got to roll with that. But especially when your dog is. And shout out to the Roddy for not even being the one that did it. It was the goddamn Staffy. 
which is still an intimidating dog. But when your dog's fucking filleting a schnauzer at the dog park, <laughs> staffies, is that it? staffies have got form, unfortunately. They all soda schnauzers. I mean schnauzers. Soda fucking Rottweilers. Nah, dude. not like Rottweilers are baby shakers, bro. Nah, nah, nah. not as much. As nah, 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 in this nah. Daily Mail article, it did say there have been calls to ban American Staffordshire's. Staffies have got a name, bro. Yeah. Rotties is all movie perception. It's not actually reality yeah. at all. It's a myth. My, Staffies are Staffy. like aggressive dogs. The late Ruby, they're not, dude. Ruby was number one. Number one dog attacks in a, in the country. Staffies. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's got to be people the way you train them. Ruby never attacked a fucking thing. She did get attacked though. So maybe she was lippy. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon she showed a bit of lip? Mate, I remember she got fu- like this huge uh, Labrador came over to our house once and Ruby, I mean, it's her house. So she, I mean, I guess you can be lippy in your own house. That's you can right. be lippy in your own home, Tom. But this big staffy fucking, uh, sorry, this big Labrador was like, obviously Labrador's gentle, but like, no, gonna, no, 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 Labrad- Labrad- no. Shit. Labradors have got a bit of fucking. Well, they don't. They're not going to cop shit. They're not as placid as golden retrievers. Put no. it that way. So this is a black lab, not copping shit, and basically picked up Ruby around the neck and was shaking the shit out of her. And we were like, "Oh, okay, Ruby's going to die." And my dad is out there booting the shit out of this Labrador in the side, like kicking the fuck out of it. And the Labrador didn't was like. Come at me, bro. You ain't doing nothing. Oh, really? Nothing. Kept shaking Ruby. And Ruby's like, ah! It was like traumatizing. And then when dad finally kicked this thing off Ruby, we then went and like got Ruby. And it was like the Labrador was not even trying to kill her. It was like, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. There were no bite marks in her neck. He'd basically just latched onto her neck and held it. And just mouthed her. Just mouthed her and shook the shit out of her and had like a bit of the collar as well. And you're like, okay, I actually now respect you a bit more because you're just like, there's a standard here that you've I'm just, willing to You've accept. just outfit everyone. I'm just setting boundaries here. And Ruby, sheepishly, you know, she knew where the boundary was. Apparently a finger up the bum's the way to go. Yes. Well, that was how they got Charlie Staines' locked jaw as we uh, was highly um, publicised last year. Charlie Staines, after right. his debut game for the Panthers, three tries, got locked jaw, and basically at the post-game press, they had to jam a fucking, I think it was a hose link hose. <laughs> Hose link hose up his ass, and the jaw miraculously came unlocked. That works for dogs. They were like, if it works for dogs, surely it, it works also for works for humans. A rugby league footballer and Charlie Stone. So, put, you know, go rectal. Go rectal if you at the dog park. I think they should almost mandate local council get in touch. Elections coming up, but a hose at every dog park so that if shit does kick off, you just bang. Up the bum. Up the bum. Connected to the bins where the doggy bags are. You just have a hose. Yeah. yeah. You could also go down for your own douche or whatever if you wanted to. What's well, so you're saying that if you did need... Well, to it could double as a out. douching. Like if you need a bit of a clean out. So like just sort of park enema. Yeah. yeah. Walk your dog, let him off the lead. Yeah. And hook yourself up look, to the, the hose. Look, clean yourself out. That's right. Well, your dog plays, you clean yourself. And also if you need to get your dog off something, pull yeah, it out of yours and put it into theirs. Listen, I mean... We're, we're nothing if not ideas, man. Look, now we're talking. You want to win the local council election, which is already gone, but if you want to win the next one, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Now, shout out to KO. Shout out to KO. Without whom, rugby league just would not be possible. It wouldn't be possible. We wouldn't have rugby league as we know it. It'd be a crying shame. Yeah. But we don't need to worry about that. We live in a KO world. We live in a world with KO. How do you KO's think I watch here. rugby league and tune it on the weekend, Eddie? KO. Yeah. 
So. Go. Guess how I watched the footy at the golf club, sitting outside in the sun on my phone on KO. That's it. Boom. That's it. At the dinner table in Schumann, in the middle of nowhere, just you know, moonlit skies, and KO and Manly. Pumping the fucking Titans. So shout out to KO for bringing rugby league to the regional areas of this great country, let alone the city areas, you know, but getting it out there to the rural parts of this great nation. Get it out there to the sticks. It's, yeah. It's good stuff. It's beautiful stuff. Thank you to KO. We love ya. So Joe Root has stood down as the captain of the English cricket side. I will say, can you go to the English cricket's uh, Instagram, Dave? Because the way they announce it, it looks like they're basically thanking him for stepping down, the way it reads. I'll fucking find it. I think that the writing was on the wall. Well, of course it was, mate. You can't be that shit. We called for it. We called for it months ago. So where's the photo of Root? Yeah, I think it's the one with the blazer. The bottom right there. Bottom left. No, bottom right. Oh, bottom right. Oh, hang on. I've clicked on it here. Dear Dave of... Technologically... Um, this Chromecast fame. of not very good fame. Well, okay. I feel like it's working for everyone else. Dear Dave of Laptop Old. Okay, now what's the caption read? Joe Root has today stood down as our men's test captain. Thank, Thank you. you. And a love heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just, <laughs> Thank you. When I read that, it was like, Thank you for standing the fuck down <laughs> as captain because you aren't captain material. Because you're not up to it. You're not up to it. So who do they go with? Stokes. I don't think they've announced anyone, have they? No, they haven't announced it yet. So um, I've just seen an article that's today they've announced a new director of men's cricket. This guy, Rob Key, who was the former Kent captain and he was working at Sky Sports. But it does say here in the second uh, paragraph of this article, with no test captain or permanent head coach in place or anyone in charge of selection currently, Rob Key has a relatively blank canvas to work with. Jesus. So basically... Their first port of call is how do we stop being so pathetic, right? Like that surely... Is this like a rock bottom for English cricket? No captain. No selectors. No selectors. No coach. No no coach. No path to glory. No No, wins. No No wins. wins. All losses. Maybe a draw here or there. Love it. You love to see. Obviously, you want English cricket to be like competitive, but you do like to see them on their knees every once in a while. Just humble them, you know? I, look, good Eng- a strong England's good for cricket. Yes. No one's denying that. And we do like to have a fucking contest every time the Ashes is on, which we don't usually get. But it is fun sitting back after another successful Ashes campaign and watching the English on their knees, mm. begging for forgiveness. Yeah. That's what you like Help to see. Help me. Help Help. Help me. Help. I'm shit. Help, I'm shit. I'm shit at cricket. I've been shit my whole life. Sorry, really? bro. There'll Sorry. be no help from us. No, we won't be helping. Joe Root's a hell of Although, a cricketer. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw old fucking Zendo Kai Master, Justin Lange, get over there and Nah, start. I don't reckon. I think he said he'd do it. Bullshit. Yeah, I think he said he'd do it. Bro, as if he wouldn't have to Mr. Being, Australia. Yeah, but he's been disrespected by Australia, at least in, you know, the eyes no, of the No, not rates. by Australia. But that's not the fucking point. I'm saying if that's how he feels, he'd been fucked over by Cricket Australia, as if he wouldn't. Sour Grapesville, baby. He's making wine. Sour Grapes. And, I mean, England could do – the only, I mean, what's better than an English coach? 
an Australian coach coaching England. Yeah, but it'd, but it'd be like taking over the fucking Tigers, mate. You know what I mean? Why would you put yourself through it? Because he hates the Australian setup now because he's been disrespected. I know, but imagine then getting humped into the earth by Australia next time you yeah, play. Yeah, but that's not our problem. That's that's JL's problem, baby. Not but, our problem. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm saying why would you put yourself through that? I don't know. Because he's weak. <laughs> no, he's not. Sorry, JL. Didn't mean that. England are weak. You're not weak. Sorry, JL. Um, and who the fuck knows who's going to be their captain? Got to anyway, be Stokes, doesn't it? Maybe. Who know. else has got any fucking guarantee of being in the side? None of them. And I actually listened to something recently, a podcast. Maybe it was great cricketer talking to an English journo, but just about like fuck's going on out there uh just about like who could take over and they were like we don't even really know like they named like six people some of them who'd never even really played so why did what was what's joe roots thinking for stepping down i don't think that you can in good conscience keep captaining a side when you're that bad they just lost to the windies i think i mean more from the perspective of if there literally isn't anyone to replace you don't is, you this have a- is this what he's written? Mm. After returning from the Caribbean tour and having time to reflect, I've decided to step down as England's men's test captain. It's been the most challenging decision I've had to make in my career, but having discussed this with my family and those closest to me, I know the timing is right. I'm immensely proud to have captained my country and will look back on the past five years with enormous pride. It has been an honour to have done the job and to have been custodian of what the of what is the pinnacle of English cricket. I'm excited to continue representing the three lines and producing performances that will enable the team to succeed. The only person in that fucking side is doing anything. I look forward to helping the next captain, my teammates and coaches in whatever way I can. Joe Root. Six, five, five. Well, good on you, Joe. Because, I mean, he is still good at cricket. He's just not good at captaining cricket. Well, because he's, he's too weak. He's too friendly. That's why everyone describes him. It's just like, yeah, he's nice. Like he can't. He's not. He doesn't have any C U N T about him. Well, he needs more C U N T. Yeah. The the next English captain needs to have C U N T about him. Yeah. A rich vein of C U N T running through him. Because if they don't have any C U N T and they don't bring any C U N T to the role, I see them losing and losing and losing and yeah. losing and losing. They have a dearth of C U N T in the top job. Well, they did. They have. They have, and they, they did, and they do. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, good on you, Joe. Good on you, Joe. All right, let's dribble. G'day, Tom, Eddie, or Dave, Tommy Shoe Cobbler. Stand the man with the frying pan here coming to you live from Blues Press in Byron Bay. Just heard... Paul Kelly play, and can confirm he didn't play the cult classic Kawaja, but he did make an impact on how to make snitty lube, so that was all right. Giddy up. Have a good one, boys. Bye. I would like for that to be renamed How to Make Schnitty. If he didn't make How to Make Schnitty Lube, I'd be fucking disappointed. You'd be upset if you went to a Paul Kelly concert and he didn't play How to Make Schnitty Lube. Apparently, Albanese went there and got booed within an inch of his life, which I thought really? was funny. Well, there are conflicting reports from the same newspapers saying he got booed, but also he got cheered. Yeah, I feel like that's a... I, I'm not surprised. Well, did he like, get booed or cheered then? Well, but if you're thinking about the Blues and Roots crowd... They seem to me to be less likely to boo Albanese when he's the 
other option to ScoMo, but the newspaper. Which is why I found it so interesting. Yeah. Who's gonna make the schnitty lube now? Better won't taste the same. Shout out to Schnitty Lube coming soon. Yeah, and fuck both of the options we have. But mainly Scummer. Hello, this is uh, the 4032 Ginger Dribbler. Um, just watching number 358, Mature Palettes. Can't help but notice that um, Tom keeps scratching his dick. <laughs> um, so just want to point that out for you Thank you Is he okay? Is he okay? Does he have <laughs> something going on there? Is I love there the triplets in there involved? Um, <laughs> Just wanted to bring it to your attention Hope all is well, Eddie I know you're the alpha of the podcast Alpha, alpha Alpha, oh, yeah, thank you What the, the fuck? Is this, very, is this glowing? Dude, this is a drive-by so, shooting I'm copping right now Hope this all is, is well bullshit. Just wanted to bring your attention You've been scratching your dick on the potty You're sitting on the couch Laying back with you scratching So mm. hope all is well, mate Cheers Bye is there something you want to share, Tom? No, look, not currently. No issues? No, no issues. I do no problems. scratch my dick, though. Or, like, I mean, just general. I like to, you know, you readjust your nuts, you know, your undies. But, look, as we as it currently sits... Do you sits, need to do it on wrong. camera? Oh, I don't doubt that I probably shouldn't do it, just from, like, an optics. Mm. Not from an optics of, like, or more just, like, do people want to see me scratch my dick? Probably not. But maybe some do, you know. Maybe I mean? every now and then. I don't think repetitively. I think certainly if it's something that you're doing ad nauseum, which I believe is Latin, then I would say you should refrain. It's more of a, I guess, subconscious readjusting and scratching of the junk, which I can't help. Where do you reckon the SPM is at the moment? Scratches per min? Shit, dude. Well, you know what? I'm not even sure because I don't pay attention. It's like uh, subconscious. Oh, it's subconscious. Yes. Right. Yes. As opposed to subconscious. Yes. Yes, exactly right. Yes. So I can't promise anyone that I'm going to stop. In fact, I'm probably going to continue not thinking about it because if I feel like scratching, I'm just going to scratch, you know, or adjusting. Well, you've got to scratch an itch, as they say. Well, because it, it's not even... A, I don't even think it's a situ, uh, an issue of the itch. I think it's just an issue of... Fucking, I like to... I like to just check on my boys every once in a while. You know what I mean? I'm an attentive, caring, helicopter parent when it comes to my sack and dick. Well, you know what they say, don't you? I, yep. Sure. Those who do not scratch will always itch. Give me some of that. Put that on a fucking T-shirt. But I do appreciate you looking out for me. And I tell you what would happen, though, if I did what? have an itch. What? You know where I'd go? Doctor. Pilot.com.au forward slash hello sport. And the promo code would be, Edward? Dribblers. And the doctor's consultation would be for free. At least the first one would because that's the deal we got with Violent. So if you got an itchy dick that isn't just you being a helicopter parent of your sack, then pilot.com is the place to go. Mark that one down, Tobler. On we go. Hey, go, Ray, Tom, Eddie. On with my mate Danny and Gotti. You guys have a really long fucking message before you have to talk. Dior, don't delete this, please. 
Yeah. We need to get this through. Yeah. We need to get the boys. We love you. We love you. But yeah. we don't understand why you won't play Danny's fucking business yeah. anymore. Tide <laughs> Slap the Tide off here, bunch of cunts. Say yo. Fishery. No, 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 no. See yo. See yo. We love you, mate. Yeah, just listen. Let's hear us out. Let Daniel talk. All right. Here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm out here at Rouse Hill at the, at the Fiddler. A bunch of northeast, northwest, bunch of fucking wannabe square cunts. They think they know how to have a fucking crack. None of these cunts know how to have a fucking crack. Mm-hmm. I'm out here at the fucking Fiddler. You're a bunch of fucking grubs. You, you wonder why Parramatta... I, I, the next premiership's due when the sun explodes. Because it's a bunch of cunts out here. Okay. Don't know how to have a fucking whip. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, you don't know how to have a fucking whip. You don't know how to have a crack. I need to bring me own fucking microwave dinners out here, you cunt. Okay. You've got nothing. Fuck you. Good. Bye. Probably take that as a comment, aren't Yeah, I think so. A uh, lot of throwback dribbler hotline about that. That was old school. Hello there, gentlemen. It's the struggling Tigers fan in the Shire here. Just wanted to say thank you for the fantastic annual bead Bulldogs dribble. It's one of the best dribblers of all time, and I'm pretty confident that people see me on my drive home they thought that I'm a psychopath and definitely menace to society how hard I laugh. You guys are awesome. Thanks for keeping us all entertained and for keeping this struggling dribbler laughing while in obvious pain. Tales of Tiger Town fucking never be as always. Cheers, gents. What a nice young man. What a lovely young man. What a terrific gentleman. His parents should be fucking proud of him. He's a credit to his family. Yeah, and himself. Himself, his And his neighbourhood and his community. His employers, people who have had the fucking... The vision to hire a man like that, unless he's self-employed, then credit to him. You know what? He might be self-employed and credit to him. Credit to him. Doesn't really matter if he is or he isn't because it's all about credit yep. where credit's due. Yeah. Credit to that brilliant young man. Fine young man. What a fucking what a beacon of just hope and yep. what's good and honest and true in this world. Mm-hmm. That's him, that man. That's that guy. That guy whose name escapes me. Not important. No, doesn't matter. Not, doesn't matter. It's about what he does. Off the field. Just a good, honest guy. Proud of him. True blue, Tom. Yep. True blue. Hey, boys. Uh, first time dribbler here. Uh, code, code change dribbler. Um, I was just listening to the Bloke and Bar podcast uh, with the round five review with the great Garina and Dinner Kemp. And I was just under the, under the thought about uh, the term uh, calling the player a Ferrari. So usually everybody calls Tony Staggs a Ferrari on the outside. So listening to the podcast, Kenny Kemp mentioned that Joey Manu was a Ferrari. So now a Ferrari's only sentence, or can a Ferrari be anybody? Then as he later on then talks about Latrell being a Ferrari. So I reckon Ferrari should stay a sentence and then say go for Lamborghini or class as a fullback and then maybe you go for the the grunt of a, maybe a mishand patrol for a front row or a second rower. Something that can pose something, something quite heavy. Uh, what he's, are your like, thoughts? he's putting away yeah. Cutler. I think he's, he's either dry, he's putting away 
cutlery that he's just washed or he's washing it? Or he's put cutlery into the washing machine as opposed to the dishwasher. It's just all rolling around in there. It was fucking noisy, whatever he was doing. Listen, I'm not a car guy. No, I'm not a car guy. So I don't know which car should be what and which, you know, this and that. I think Ferraris are basically just used for fast, fucking expensive players who are really good. But, you know, is Catoni a Ferrari if Latrell's a Ferrari? I'd say Latrell more of a Ferrari than Catoni, but maybe he's a Ferrari in the context of the Broncos side. Oh, Latrell's definitely more of a... I would think that, you know, Catoni's more of like an Audi or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, he's a good he, car, but he's not a fucking Ferrari. And maybe he could become a Ferrari, and maybe an Audi's not fair. Maybe it's even less than an Audi. Maybe it's a Mercedes. In the sense of, like, he is not... But he's not a representative car yet. No, he's not He's not a supercar. No, he's not a supercar. You're right. And I'm sorry, Catoni, you're just not a supercar yet. But his last two weeks' performances have you been can great. Be, but you can be a supercar. But you need to be performing at a supercar level consistently, like our man Tommy Turbo, who we just see beautifully pictured above our doors there. Um, you got to be a supercar every week. Week yeah. in, week out, you got to be a supercar. Now, that's... Basically, all I can do with this yarn because yep. I don't know anything about cars. No, but I would love to know what the fuck you were doing then. I would love. To. That was like you I'm know, more radio interested shows in do what you were doing. Sounds. Yeah, I'm more interested in what you're doing. Secret sound. Guess what this guy was doing in the background to win a hundred thousand dollars. We won't give away a hundred grand. We're not we'll giving give you a away. Hat. No, we're not giving away anything. Might give you a hat if you what? can guess what that was successfully. You get a hat. That's not a promise either because that can very easily be rorted. But I'd just say let us know what you were doing. And if you are an airline and you want to sponsor the show, we will mention you every time a plane flies over, like right now. This airline interruption brought to you by just something to think Jetstar. about. Jetstar. Well, no, don't give them free plugs. Not an ad for Jetstar unless you want to. G'day boys, it's the uh, marginally woke dribbler here. Hmm. Uh, just read your Adani chat from the last potty and about whether they Trust are still Dave this one in. Uh, I'd like to guide your eyes to our boy Vinny Chase's sleeve sponsor of the North Queensland Cowboys. You'll find in a big bold text it says the word Bravis. Now Bravis is what Adani has rebranded itself and uh, kind of looks like it's working because no one has a fucking clue what Bravis is, but yeah, it's a Darnie. Anyway, whatever paid that they paid that marketing consultant. It seems like it's not enough. Um, and uh, high net exports of non-renewable soon. Climate action never. It seems. Thanks for your time. Bravis is a Darnie. Well, there you go. They needed a rebrand. They did. Ironhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Ironhorn. They Bravis need a is a Darnie. There you go. There you go. Yeah, well, you know what? Isn't that funny? You get all this negative press. To go, oh, let's just change the name of it. Just change the name. You know what, though? I blame the protesters. You haven't done enough to let me know that they've just rebranded. Well, it seems like they don't even know. You see a lot of Adani signs. You don't see any Bravas signs. No, Bravas. Bravas sounds like a, like a fucking company that make kettles and shit. <laughs> Bravas all like, like... Like Breville. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. You know what I mean? Oh, the new, the new, the new uh, fridge from Bravis. 
Or like community inspires us. Jesus Christ, these fucking throwaway lines, these taglines. We're just on the Bravus website, punters and Bravus. Go to about. Has Dave been this quick to get anything on screen the entire? No, he's had it up. He's had it up all. He's He's had had this thing fucking loaded and ready to go. We can't get a goddamn thing on screen in time. Dave's got Bravus website up. Community inspires us. That is so good. I I mean, sure, if by community you mean, like, ruining them. And by inspired you mean ruin. Yeah. Ruining community inspires us. On we go. Say no to Bravos. Tom, Eddie, Dior Dave, Mr. Toblerone, punters and dribblers. This is the uh, Grandson Dribbler here. He's got a quick question regarding a uh, boys' holiday. I've got our uh, four four close mates. We are uh, very different personalities to a degree, but we're struggling organising a barley trip. Do you have any uh, tips on what barley is good for? And you know, is it, is it mainly just for getting horizontal? Let us know, boys. Love to hear your thoughts. Uh, manly never, Parramatta forever, getting horizontal forever. Thanks, Look, I, I've got a bad history of barley, so I kind of hate it. You can get horizontal in barley. You can, you can rip and tear in barley. You can also shit yourself. You can shit yourself as well. Just drink bottled water, dude. Um, and if you can have ice in your drink, probably don't have ice in your drink in Cuda. And you or should just, be fine. I would say if you can have ice in your drink, probably don't. Just deal with it. No, just, you can have, like in the ris- in ritzy places, the ice is, is good to go. Mm. But in Cooter and shit, I'd stay clear. Go to Chengu, mate. Chengu is good fun. I'd be... Semenyak. I'd be going for long enough. Up to Go for long enough that your body will acclimatise. So, like, factor in at least four days worth of shitting yourself. And then I think maybe hopefully, and this isn't a science-based uh, advice, but, like... You know, you shit yourself for a couple of days, then your body goes, okay, I get it now. Things are going to poison me, but I'm now up to it. I now, like, I get what's going on. I've acclimatized. It's like altitude training. And then after you've shit yourself for a few days, I think then you're almost good to do whatever you want. Depends on who you are. It really depends. Last time I went, not a fucking problem. Sarah, my mate, she was fucking sick for a week. It really fucked her up, but everyone else was fine. It's so horses for courses. Mm. If you're made of the right stuff, you know what I mean? You should be fine. But don't tempt fate. I wouldn't be eating shit off the street and I wouldn't be drinking the water out of the tap and I wouldn't be having my ice in the drink in Cooter. I mean, if you follow that simple rule, mate, you should be absolutely fine. But you can rip and tear over there and you can get horizontal. And you can rip and tear. You can do it and all. And you can get horizontal. Yep. Yep. And then you do it all over again. I find like none of the water is cold enough in Bali. And I don't mean drinkable water. Do you I mean, mean like the pool water? Pool water. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's just always lukewarm. And it's I'm too like, warm. I need cold pools. It's not warm enough. Give me a it's cold too, pool. It's not cool enough. Even the ocean's not. No, the ocean's disgracefully warm. And yeah. again, like when there's rubbish breaking in the waves, it's sort of a bit, it's sad. Well, there's only a certain place you can swim in the ocean there. Yeah. It's sad. But hope we've helped. Yeah, not for me. Not for me, Bali. I like Bali. I, I don't... Like I get it, but it's not for me. I don't want to have to be worried about shitting myself. Now, I get it. It's like a cultural experience. It's, there's value there. But just like as a let's get away... Like as in I'd like to go to India, right? I'm yes. not necessarily going to India every time with the boys to go and fucking rip and tear. I'm going for the cultural experience and shitting myself is part of that cultural experience. And I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I know what you're saying. I'm with you. 
but I'd prefer to go somewhere where I'm not going to have to poo my pants just for like a getaway. Well, look, look. To get horizontal. White people problems. Look, you, well, you, look, you know what, Dave? There are fucking coloured people that live in Australia as well, you racist fuck. Look. I'm so sorry. Put it this way. You can go to Bali and not shoot yourself. It's pretty easy. You can, but when it's Unless basically in the fucking tourism pamphlets, when Unless there's a term called Bali Belly, it's not exactly like well, If you made the right happen. stuff, you can do it. It's easy. Yeah, cool. That's fine. I mean, you just said yourself the last time you went, you didn't shit yourself, which yeah, indicated the time, the time before that you did. No, no. Shit myself the first time I went, that there was it. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Well, I shit myself. And not even really. It was like for half a day. That was me. Two days <laughs> on the plane. One day. Not fun, though. <laughs> not fun. And the water is not cold. That's first world problems. <laughs> <laughs> the water isn't cold. The water isn't cold. I can confirm me. that. No, it's not. But that is first world. But don't say white, Dave. Don't bring race into it. That's disgraceful of you. Yeah, that's awful. That's awful from, from Dave. Lucky it was your birthday the other day. Very lucky. Right, let's keep going. Tom, Eddie, Dio, Dave, partners and the dribblers. It's the businessman dribbler here, back again with another idea. Now, new studio, new everything. Um, I saw you guys got a new fridge into the studio. Now, my question to you is, as part of your new studio makeup, what is a fridge without some shitty artwork on it with some magnets? Um, now, my question to you is, do you think there's a space for the dribblers to send in some artwork uh, of all different kinds and maybe get Dior Dave or Tobler to uh, filter through them and maybe put some uh, nice artworks up on there that the dribblers have sent through? You know, maybe uh, Tommy's Big Hog, maybe with Tom and Eddie sitting on it on the T1, um, maybe, you know, Adam Elliott with his hog out. Maybe there's a few hogs, you know, to see maybe a lot of hog chat here. Oh, no. so is, so it's just is a wall of hogs, is that it? Or is, is that an idea? That this is a wall of hogs. Cheers, boys. I like the idea. I don't want it to just be a wall of hogs. No, if we can avoid that, I think that the the idea has legs. Like, I don't mind. I like the idea of like talented dribblers who can draw, send them in, and if they're good, then they will feature on the fridge, maybe. But if they're not good and if they're just hog-based, then they won't. And it's going to be a very much, we're not even going to acknowledge that you sent it in. It's just going to be like, this was shit and it's not going up. And then it'll just go in the forgotten pile. Yeah, it'll go in the bin. But the good ones will go in the fridge. Know that. Know that. I don't mind that. I don't mind You've got to keep them relatively small. Well, A4. But A4, is that all fitting on the fridge? How many are we going to fucking fit on the fridge? You know. What well, I mean? we put our favourite ones on there. True. True. A4. A4 max. They don't have to be A4, but that's as big as they get. Yeah. If you send A3, you're out. You're out. I'm going to say, while we're on the topic of uh, Dribbler's artwork, I have one mate, shout out to Dan, who did all the artwork for our shirts on Saturday. I'm trying to get the photo You mean up, the white shirts you wore? That artwork yeah, yeah, but he almost did. non-existent. No, no, no. It was there and it was good. So it was and white on white, was it? Yeah. No, Dave no. seems like he's plugging his mate's business here. What is he doesn't he have a business. Him? He's just a dribbler that sat at Priest for two hours drawing on everyone's shirts. Okay. And the photo's like, no, he did the most brilliant like umpires and wicket keepers. And did he this sounds like an ad. Sounds it like is. an ad. It sounds like an ad that we're getting nothing from. Did he send them into us? Did he draw anything for us? Well, I was, there you go. So you can see some good. He's got a duck. Oh, they're pretty good. He's got Pies. He's he got a seagull draw. there that he did on a few. Oh, did damn. he draw them? He or drew all, or? No, he drew all of them on like straight from his hand, looking at his phone at a photo. Oh shit! There's another good one. He Dude, did like he's a, too talented. Yeah, to be hanging around with you. Pretty much. 
<laughs> what? What? The guy in the fucking which guy is he in the paisley shirt? Uh, Did he miss the memo? The one next to me here. That guy, dude, what's his name? Dan? Dan. Dan can Who's draw. also, or he claims to be a Manly fan, even though he's been a Roosters fan most of his life. Oh, it sounds like you, Now, mate. now I know why he fucking hangs out with you. <laughs> is this just like, fucks. is this just like a fucking turncoat convention? Yeah, All I think it must mates, be. Just turncoats. He's a fucking good drawer, yeah, though. Yeah, he is. Who's the dude in the Paisley shirt and why is he at your house? <laughs> well, that's that's Dale, who's one of my best mate Addie's brothers. Um, okay, so Dale's blown in. Yeah. I mean, he was more. He was invited. We were well, he wasn't him, because he's not wearing white shirt. So it was obviously a last-minute invitation. It was somewhat of it. Um, I tell you what, Dan and the guy next to the guy in the rainbow hat look like they're related. To the right of the rainbow hat. Oh, really? Who's him? that guy? That's Benji. Benji and Dan. Of also a manly fan fame, Benji. Well, apparently, he, okay. I like the drawing on his shirt. Okay, shout out to Dan and his drawing. Yeah, we can commission something from him if we need. We might. Well, it'll be free. Yeah. Free commission. Nah, look, we'll pay him if we want it, if we need something from him. I'd love to see what he can do. I mean, I can see what he can do, but like, you know. Not sure of his ability on hog drawing. But well, I don't want, we, we don't test. need hogs. We don't need hogs in here. We're hogged out. There's a lot of hog chat, which is great, but I don't want to have dick drawings on the fridge. <laughs> and we go. Last dribble. Sweet. G'day lads, I'm here with my daughter Mackenzie of Newborn Fame. Um, I just wanted to say a big thank you to Tommy. I never thought I'd be taking parenting advice from him, Uh, but little Mackenzie has listened to many a podcast through the nighttime feeds. He mentioned something in a podcast recently with babies that you've got to pick one thing and stick to it instead of trying lots of different things to solve whatever reason it is that they're crying for. So I have to say, Tommy, thank you. That that sage advice has stuck in my head many a time when I've tried lots of things to stop her from crying. And, yeah, when I stick to one thing, it usually works. So thanks. Uh, carry on, boys. Uh, beers in 12 months when I finish breastfeeding. Okay, yeah. Bye. What a lovely message. What a lovely message. Cheers to that mama dribblet. And to Mackenzie, congratulations. We love hearing from our mumba dribblets. We do. And I'm glad, that, I'm glad that fucking helped because it's true. You can't be going and trying every tool in the toolkit to try and get a baby to chill the fuck out. you got to pick one and stick with it. Or at least it doesn't have to be the first one, but find something. Don't just keep trying everything, though, because usually it's pretty simple and then you just go with it. Just bounce them and fucking deal with it. Get some good headphones. If they're crying, they're just not going to stop unless they got, like, a shit in their pants. I just need to chill. Plus, booby milk. When in doubt. Now, do I know that? No. But now I feel like I'm a fucking expert. So, thank you so much. You should do a podcast where you just give all your advice. Maybe I just keep giving it out here and then slowly I start bringing on the mama driblets and then we start getting like fucking, you know, parent sort of like sponsors and shit and before you know it this just becomes a parenting podcast because like you'll have a kid sooner like enough. baby born or whatever yeah baby born you know poly pockets kids toys and uh, shit pigeon shouts pigeon shout out to pigeon and dad's is that your dad's company uh yeah kind of he's the australian yeah 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 shout out yeah, to yeah. pigeon dude we fucking still rocking all the stuff like uh, that you gave us and yeah, zoe's using stuff? The, no dude we definitely don't but okay. thank you very much we don't. At least I don't think we do. I'll probably say no then, Steph. We like we absolutely do, but I don't think so. But Dave been more than generous. Shout out to that mama. Glad we could help. Eddie, you vicariously giving parenting advice just by being associated with me, so that's cool for you as well. That's yeah, fun. 
It's fun. Fun to be involved. Yeah. Um, is that us? That's all. What a fucking day. Happy Easter. Welcome back, Jesus. Manly 13 plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>